Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons, The Reign of Emrys. Hello everyone and welcome to The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly and uh, thank you for joining us on this special night. If you're watching us later on YouTube or listening to us via podcast, uh, we had to move because of a, uh, a scheduling difficulty basically. Uh, and now we here, are here on Tuesday with episode 16, The Last Gift. Uh, I'm very excited to be here tonight because uh, this is the last game that I'm running before my little micro vacation where I get to take a week off and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I get to take a week off and I'm gonna spend the entire time like prepping games for extra life but it's gonna be a, like more relaxed pace which is gonna be nice anyway uh, so that's me I'm Kelly I'm the DM I use he and him pronouns and uh, why don't I pass the ball to Mike yeah. hey everyone how's it going my name is Mike what eh eh yes eh. I was going I said eh eh fair enough all right uh, my name is Mike, I use they, them pronouns, and tonight I am playing our wonderfully, mildly sociopathic, arterialist artificer, halfling, Veratrix Soulstar, and her lovely little flying rabbit, Crux. Nice. Good to see you, Mike. Glad everything's going well. Uh, let's pass it over to Amy. Hi, I'm Amy, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Leiden and Merov, the ASMR Cleric of the Grave. All right. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. Sorry, my mouse was not cooperating with me. Hello. Okay. I'm Caitlin. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I'll be playing Talfrin, our um, human barbarian of wild magic, and I'm super excited to be back. It's good to have you back. Um, I'm very excited to have you in more stuff soon. It's going to be great to see more of you. <laughs> uh, let's check in with Christine. So I just realized, I may have thought of this earlier, but Mike, you and I basically traded halfling and human. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. We totally did. Hmm. I hadn't really made that connection yet, but we did. Um, but hello, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I am playing Claudette Ophelia Belmont, our human wizard uh, blade singer. Nice. And finally, uh, let's check in with Robin. Hi, Robin. Hello. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and tonight I am playing I haven't, oh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't warmed up my voice, so I'm not going to go down low yet, um, but I'm playing Ivy, our uh, tiefling bloodhunter order of the mutant. All right. Uh, so if you are tuning in for the first time, uh, you've missed about 15 episodes of development. This is the, um, the last episode of this story arc. Uh, so at least this act, because it's all a continuous narrative. Uh, so I hope you'll enjoy this and things might be a little bit confusing. I also want to thank personally uh, a Patreon who, a Patreon member, a patron, uh, who uh, helped fund one of the things inside of this episode. So thank you very much, DM Mike. I hope that you enjoy what uh what you asked for and i hope i pull it off okay and that reminds me you have also paid for a hurt the more and a something good happens to balance the books um all right and with that a uh, quick reminder last episode you traveled to the ancient temple Vexnagali, after encountering some strange well some giant spiders outside you managed to travel inside and bypass some of the traps finding an ancient magical seal 
was still somehow up. After encountering a uh, an automaton made of scrap metal and magical energy, you managed to burst your way through, uh, investigating all manner of things that had been abandoned by the Empire inside of here after this holy site had been, I want to say desecrated, but as Imperial patriots. Um, I think the word is fracked. <laughs> I think that's that's the kind word, right? As y- utilized yeah. to its fullest, ex- uh, liquefied. The the magical energies inside of this temple were liquefied, or liquidated, liquidated. That's what I'm thinking of. Liquidated. They the were li- assets were liquidated. They were they were liberated. Mm-hmm. We we mm-hmm. brought freedom to this to this magical energy. Um, and then you traveled inside uh, further into the temple where you found the statue of an ancient forgotten being, likely a god of this temple, as well as a pair of monuments, or at least what would have been two monuments. Uh, one of them was a door made of pale white stone, and the other was a place where one probably once stood. And with your knowledge, you remember that there is a, a black stone version of carved, you want to say obsidian, but you've never been close enough to see it. It's an imperial relic that sits in the capital right now that looks identical to the immense white door that you see on the left. Although, with the exception that the white door is cracked and broken. And looks far beyond the repair of any simple mending spell. As you continue to look around, there was a swirl of motion out of the corners of your eyes as several dogs with pale flesh, their skin so taut that you could see their ribs and the notches of their spines with bat-like ears and glowing yellow eyes and tongues descending out of razor-sharp beaks lunged from the corners of the room. And I would like an initiative roll. Let's do it! Let's do it. Oh, no. My initiative roll is so poor. (laughs) Okay. We did pretty well this time. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Okay, so pop them in the... Let me get the chat up. Here we go. Okay, so... uh, I'm going to spend a something good happens to negate a surprise round and say that you saw them or heard them coming because they kind of chitter a bit. Um, Well, uh, yeah, actually, didn't... um... Didn't Leiden get a warning about them, actually? Did, yes. I got a... They're coming from the corners. Prepare yourselves is what I've got written down. Oh, that's true. Uh, That will not help you, however, because three of them have initiatives over 20. (laughs) Oops. Fair. (laughs) Okay, Talfren. Claudette. I... uh, And... Ivy Leden and as you look around and prepare yourselves 
The walls shimmer at the corners, and these creatures burst out, snarling and launching themselves toward you. But this is not where our story actually begins tonight. Our story begins years ago. Sorry, I had to. It was a beautiful day in the garden. Claudette, you were a girl back then, barely four years old. It was a lovely spring day bordering on summer. Just that place where the temperature is not quite hot enough to really rise sweat to your brow but enough that you can play for a good 12 hours straight in the garden with your brother. Your brother, a few years older than you, was already beginning to add a little bit of muscle to his frame. Even at, what, six years old? It was pretty obvious that he was going to shoot up like a weed at puberty. And he was out there in the garden playing ball with your cousin, Akario. What would you have been doing on a day like that? Was Claudette much of a player? Was she a reader? How did she spend her time as a young child? Um, I think she probably was going around hunting for fairies and making bouquets and crowns and stuff like that. All right. As you do, you gather a few, a few thistle-down leaves and sprouts that knit with the dandelions into your crown that make a perfect, a perfect replica of one of the crowns you saw in a storybook that your mother read you. You're feeling prettier than you probably have in a while and a bit more mischievous than you have in a while. And as you are finishing that crown and looking around for fairy circles in the immense garden of your estate, one of the balls will sail past you. It's a large, goat-skinned leather ball that's been painted in a checkerboard pattern and kicked around. It launches past you and lands in some of your mother's favorite flower beds. Where did it go? I don't know, you kicked it too hard! You gotta be more careful. I don't want to lose that ball. That's my only one. Your parents can buy you a new one. You hear Akario respond. It's just a ball. They're cheap. The ball is near enough to you now that you think you could either hide it or you could return it. I'll return it. All right. Picking to my up brother the, specifically. Okay, picking up the ball, you will make your way back toward your brother and Akario, both of who have, um, in looking for the ball, tackled each other and are not quite fighting, but at that age where they're wrestling each other through the mud, their clothing on the verge of tearing around the collars and sleeves. <laughs> you shouldn't have kicked it that hard. I can kick it as hard as I want. They both look up at you, mud smearing their faces and hair. Uh, 
See? I didn't kick it that hard. The ball's right there, Cario says. Thanks. I like your crown. I'm gonna tuck a spare flower <laughs> and drop the rest of the petals on Akarios. He strikes me as a type who wouldn't like that, so. <laughs> ah, gross flowers. I'm not a girl. Mm. Eh. Don't let her touch me. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't do it. And uh, devolves into a quick game of tag. I think. Uh, yeah, Claudette has figured out the power of this and chase him. The power now. of being a girl around young boys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the inverted power that happens about 15 years from then. Um, <laughs> it's like a magnet. It's polarity switches. Um, I remember that power in, in elementary school. And as you are running around, you begin to exhaust yourself. But at the moment where you've almost almost pulled victory out because you know your garden better than Akario ever does as often as he comes by. You know the switchbacks. You know the dead ends. And as you're about to tag him, you'll hear a voice. <clears throat> Kids! Come inside! Your uncle's here! Your father's yelling. Time for you to meet your cousin. You'd heard about this, and you'd been excited about it. It's one of the reasons that you'd been making crowns and why you had made a spare before. This is the first time you're meeting your younger cousin, Lucia. You've been excited about this for a while, Going finally. Dark inside. A girl your age? Oof. Can you ask for anything better? As you dart inside. I'm get a little disappointed in a minute then. <laughs> but not for the reason that you're expecting. You can hear the carriage approaching, and you can hear the sound of other children playing in the streets outside of your gates, even. And the feeling. The idea of having another sister, like a sister, a, a, a sibling to play with, is just welling up inside of you. And as the carriage outside stops, your father uh, instructs the maid staff to quickly wipe you two down so that Akario looks a little bit dirtier than his, than his kids. Um, he uh, reaches... I'll sneakily put a flower on his head. Arcarios? Yeah. Okay, make me a stealth roll. Uh, this is going to be a sleight of hand roll, please. You are not proficient, you just had your decks. I was a sneaky little shit. What'd you get? Nat 20. Okay, yeah, you're going to you're gonna just like start like sinking them behind his ears. Um, and uh, as the carriage rolls up outside, you will see the footman quickly dart down from where he was driving the horses kick down the um the step ladder or the step stool i suppose that uh the um the step that swings out from underneath the carriage and open the door and you will see your uncle lord maravik 
step down. And um, as he does, he turns and helps a young girl, a bit smaller than you, and much thinner. Now, you were a wiry kid, so that's saying something. This little girl has immensely dark hair. A flood of ink that spreads down all the way almost to her heels. At least it would if it was not done up in a number of braids. and No. Ribbons and things to keep it off of uh, out of her way and out of her face. He helps her down to the ground and turns and says <clears throat> alright Crispin meet your niece <laughs> actually pardon me he would say alright Crispin time to introduce your niece go on Crit, your father pats you on the back go say hi be polite Uh, she'll dart forward and kind of do the barest little curtsy and then hold out her hand and say hi. Like, the two hands sort of thing. Hi. She'll say it back with a shaky voice and steady eyes. What you realize, what you met, when you met Lucia at that moment, she has always had a steely gaze. But as she reached her hand out, you could see that it was trembling from the fingertips to the palms. And as she took it, as she um, allowed you to take her hand in yours, you'll notice, you noticed how frail it was. And under the hem of her long sleeve dress, even in this weather, her sleeves were down. It begins to ride up a bit, and it's at that point that you can see a number of small bandages wrapped around like the kind you'd seen when you'd snuck into books on medical texts and bloodletting and surgery and leeches and in the sunlight she looks pale like a ghost what do you say? She'll just kind of look lost at her her father for a moment. If she's like, what? Go on. Invite her inside. Would you like to go into the garden? I was looking for fairies. She'll nod once and start to smile a, just a tiny bit at the corner of her lips. Whereas Claudette's just like, sunshine. And the rest of the day is somewhat tiresome. As much as you try to engage Lucia and bring her into things, she's a girl that doesn't have much energy. You gather that she probably has been ill. Which makes sense. You um, you heard that your aunt did not have a, uh, a very healthy pregnancy. Um, and in fact did not survive the pregnancy. Uh, and apparently some of that has stayed with Lucia for, you know, the last four years. 
But as you well, play... obviously the way to fix that is pastry. Probably. And as you go and decide to steal some pastry, uh, I want you to make me a perception roll. Okay. Uh, 21. <laughs> Damn, even... All right. As you were stealing a pastry from the kitchen, you would have overheard... You would have overheard one of the maids talking. I don't like it. She's creepy, that one. Oh, she's just a girl. She's not creepy. Don't say that. They might hear you. I'm not kidding. My, my, my cousin worked for the Maravics. I heard a rumor. Go on, you're going to ask me what the rumor is, right? No, you can't stand gossiping. Unless you're in on it. Fine, what is it? Lady Merivick died in childbirth. But she didn't die alone. What are you saying? The babe. The baby came out stillborn. Well, that's preposterous. Then who the hell is that? That's why it's... It's why it's creeping me out. Can I roll intimidation? Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. I would like to be distracting my cousin, but doing the creepy little four-year-old, like, stare. Okay, so you're just gonna come into view staring? Oh! Oh, hello! Uh, hello, Miss Claudette! Give me pastry, please. Oh, of course, of course! You didn't, you didn't hear us nattering about, did you? Don't tell your mom. She's just gonna give her a dead-eyed stare. Uh, you wanted a bunch of pastries, didn't you? Cherry, please. Oh, we've got plenty of cherry. Just stay there, love. And she goes and provides you with the pastries. And you have a rather lovely day. And that was the first time that you spent any time with your cousin. Although, not the last. Your relationship wasn't warm, but it wasn't cold. It was cordial, and she grew, actually, into decent health, eventually. Becoming a potent magus like yourself. In fact, you were not unfriendly to each other while, uh, uh, while at school. For she went and studied same as you. You were in different classes, but... There was always a, an intellectual connection between you two. Others had different connections to her. For it was about ten years ago. Ivy. You were a girl then. 
not much more than 10. Your training was rough. Painful. Borderline abusive. Than actually abusive. You had just finished imbibing a caustic solution that day. One that racked your insides. And made you hallucinate. You dreamt of devils clawing your face off, climbing inside of your ribs and playing them like instruments. You dreamt of your parents standing at the doorway whispering about you. At least you think they were your parents. Everyone has parents, right? And you're somebody, right? That means that you have parents. What does it matter if you can't remember what they look like? What does it matter if you can't remember what they sound like? They must exist. They must be out there. And as you hear their hushed voices whispering at you from the door, your eyes faded back in a bit. And no, it wasn't your parents standing at the door. It was Dr. Volturis. Dr. Volturis and a young girl. They were speaking in hushed tones, the whispering you heard. May I? By all means. She's restrained. This young girl, no more than 12, 13, approached you. She had long black hair beautiful lips that she was growing into, and wore a ruffled skirt in the fashion of that decade. She approached you, checked the restraints, tightening the one at your wrist that you had begun to pull three, free in your mania. The type of experiments you're doing here are very interesting. My father speaks highly of you. I'm glad that your father does. Someday you will be the lady of the house, and I hope to continue my work. Under your guidance, the Maraviks have already given so much. This one's not as strong as the others. What do you mean? <laughs> Look. The spine. You feel the place under the table where slats are missing. A finger run up your spine, going along the notches. The rest... 
The rest have places for wings to grow in. This one doesn't, just the horns. And her skin is this plain peachy color. Very perceptive. Did you use enough? And can you make me an insight roll, please? Sure. You can use it with your current stats. All right. Inside, 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 inside. Eh, not bad. That's gonna be a uh, eighteen. Eighteen. All right. As she says that, her voice is like icy cold, in a way that seems much older than you would have expected. Like, this is a girl that has been trained to be that elite harshness that comes from, like, private schools and, and like, debate lessons. And you also notice one thing that you will probably never notice again. You probably will never have seen in your rational memory. And that is Dr. Volturis stutter. Uh... It's soft. It's brief. But he's caught off guard. He's not expecting her to know about something. Adequate preparations were made with this one. As with all of our iterations. If you need more, we can provide more. She's suitable. Don't dilute the production, please. We need every one that we can get. She's awake. Hello. She says, looking down at you, her face upside down to yours, looking directly down at you. Her hair falls and tickles around your nose. You are still magnificent. Can she try and, like, get a piece of, her, like, a chunk of her hair and try and, like, yeah, rip totally it with can. her teeth? You can make me, uh, make me an attack roll. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, it'll just be, uh, just be uh, a straight-up strength attack. Strength? Okay. Because yeah, you're pulling against restraints. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently Ivy's not strong. I rolled a one. Ivy okay. rolled a nat one on that. You rolled a nat one? Yeah, I rolled a nat okay. one. Uh, you snarl, and suddenly a pair of young, thin, cold hands catch you by either side of the cheek. With the straps on, she's stronger than you expect, and she smiles down at you with a malicious air. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong about you. Such fight. I'm impressed. Here. Let these shackles off, and I'll show you. Allow me to apologize, then. And she leans down, facing over you, and presses her lips to yours. 
and then bites your lip and tears it. Hard. All the way down to your chin. Blood splatters down your throat as she comes up with a chunk of your lip between her teeth. She giveth and she taketh away. <laughs> she spits the chunk back onto your chest. Oh, forget me not. Can I see the rest of the production line now? Absolutely. I'll call one of my assistants to clean this one up. And the scar never fully healed. And still stays with you today. But forevermore, those words would echo in your head. She's weaker than the rest. She's not good enough. She is lesser. Maybe she was right. But, now is the present. From one of the corners, you will see the Hounds of Tindalos burst out at you. One of them surges toward you. Uh, let's see, that is going to be uh, very. One of them appears directly in front of you and is going to launch itself toward you, snarling. Its nose flares atop this tremendous beak, and it is going to... Um, uh, it cannot pounce on you, unfortunately, uh, because it ah. is too close. Uh, but it is going to launch itself toward you, uh, snarling and swiping. Uh, two, ooh, two claw attacks and one bite attack, eh? Uh, holy shit. What's your armor class? Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, all right, the claw attack is going to catch you directly across the chest. Okay. Um, stripping a bit of your clothing away from you. Uh, that is going to deal seven uh, plus... That's 11 points of slashing damage. And uh, as it slashes you open, its tongue is going to lash out and strike into the wound. Uh, and okay. begins <laughs> siphoning the blood out of you. Uh, that is a critical hit. Uh, so, that is going to be, first of all, that is going to be nine points of piercing damage. Okay. And that is going to be followed up by, and I'm sorry about this, uh, that is 18 points of necrotic damage. Oh. Those 18 reduce your max hit points until your next long rest. All right, so that is the one that is right next to you. Uh, another one is going to lurch out and is going to dive directly for, for Claudette, pouncing the 30 feet between you and is going to try to take you down, Claudette. Uh, that is going to be two claws and a bite. Uh, My cast shield. Okay, you cast shield. I have a, a 20, does that hit? Damn it. Okay, I have, that th meets. I have three hits then. Shite. 
Okay, I need you to make me a strength save. All right, come on, die. Uh, ten. Ten? All right, you are prone. This thing lunges at you from the corner, knocks you to the ground with slash, slash, bites into you. And let me do your damage real quick. All right, so claw, that is going to be... Okay. Oh, good, good for you. Uh, that is going to be uh, 12... Uh, 16 points of slashing damage. And Sorry, can you repeat that? 16 points of slashing damage. Okay. 15 points of piercing damage. Sorry, one sec. Okay, and... Oh, and then I have to hit you with the other one. Okay. All right, so you good? You caught up? You're caught up with those first three hits? Uh, I've got two written yeah, down. I combined Sorry, you froze out there for a minute on oh, me. Oh, did I? Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, then on top of that, as these slash marks go through, uh, its tongue is going to lash out and siphon into your throat, dealing an additional 10 points of piercing damage. And you're really lucky... Uh, three points of necrotic damage. The three points of necrotic damage takes off your hit point total until your next long rest. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is me. All right. That is B. Uh, and then the next one is going to launch itself uh, directly at Talfren. Uh, Talfren. I'm going to make three attacks against you, my friend. Uh, what is your armor class? 17. 17, all right. Uh, the bite is going to hit you. This thing comes out of nowhere, slashing once, twice. Neither of those connect, but the bite does as its jaw opens and this Icarus slime pours out. Uh, Claudette, yes? So I, it reduced my armor, my hit point total by three. By three. I'm down. No, 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 that's it. That the da your, your the three max. damage you took, mm -hmm. your max is lowered by three. Yeah, I'm now down. That because you lowered me below the hit point threshold that I had. That doesn't take additional hit points off. Those three just vanish. Yeah, so say you have like 46 in general, you have 43 max now. Even if you heal during this fight. Yes, but I've taken over rest. 43 damage. Does okay. that mean I'm down now? Because I'm now at 43 total hit points. You, well, did the damage, I was the damage that I dealt you enough to knock you down? No, it was like one point short. Okay, then you're fine. It's just that your max is reduced by three. So if you get refilled, you, you can only refill up to three shy of full. Those last three will not refill until you've had a long rest. Okay. So that reduction takes effect after the full damage has been yes. taken. Okay. Yeah, it is part Okay, of so it doesn't matter that I'm over 43 hit points worth of damage then. You should- right now. You should not be, but how many well, points do you have total? You did 15, then you did 16, then you did 10, then you did three. How many hit points do you have total? 46. Okay, then you have oh, wow, three, you have three hit points me. remaining. Okay. 
And so it's after that, that the maximum reduction takes effect. Yeah, basically you now have 43 hit points max. If you, your new maximum is 43 until you long rest. Okay, that's really confusing when you've been dropped below it. So. Uh, all right, uh, Talfren, that is going to be uh, 12, 15 points of piercing damage as this one bites across your thigh. Uh, you're gonna pull out of the way in time, coming away with just a scratch. And uh, Talfren and Claudette, it's your turns now. Yeah, it still sucks though. Um. Okay. All right, uh, why don't I go? I okay. am pissed. Um, these Sounds things come out of nowhere and that's awful. So I'll, I'd like to uh, pop a charge into the sword. Sounds good. That's a free action. I'd like to rage, please. I would, um, oh, uh, please roll me D100, please. Yeah, let's roll actual D100. Oh, you actually got a D100? Well, no. 95, oh, oh 59, wrong way around. No, oh. I'm using just percentile. Okay, and let me just check 159. We're gonna go with that one. All right. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, what are you aiming at? Um, I am aiming at the guy right bit me. Cool, do me a favor. Yeah. Can you roll me uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six D4 and add six to it? Oh God, can I? I should have had, you know what? I should just have a dice roller up anyway because I don't have that in front of me. This one. Dice roller. Um, this one. Sorry. Uh, was 46? No, uh, 44? No. 64. 64. Oh, I was, I was going to get it Six eventually. Four sided dice. Okay. Not 64. Don't roll me a D64. 11. 11? Okay. Plus what? Uh, plus six, so 17. 17. Okay, and there is nothing that helps that, so that's great. Uh, that is... Okay, uh, the... All right, uh, the one in front of you, as you enter your rage, um, you grab your sword, sword, flip it on, and as you raise it to strike, uh, six bolts of magical energy are going to... <laughs> strike out and slam into this one, dealing oh. uh, 17 points of force damage. Damn, nice. Yeah, magic missile. Uh, and Talfren, what would you like to right do? Right on, let's rock. We're going to slash him two times. Are you using Great Weapon Master? Yes. Okay. Let's go. All right. Um, we got 18. 18's a hit. Nice. And we got, oh God, math, uh, 16. 16 is, uh, hey, look, you have determination. I do have determination. I love to use determination. Hey, it's a hit. What do you know? Hey, nice. Okay. All right. So that's two <laughs> hits. Go ahead and roll me damage. All right. Uh, oh no. Uh, there it is. I had my, my 2d6s already. All right, uh, whoop. So that was 16. So that's 21 for the first one. And then uh, 42 altogether. 42, holy crap. Okay. Great one, Master's great. (laughs) With two uh, attacks. Okay, that is solid. Uh, Bringing your 
bringing your sword down in two swipes, you were going to slash it across, uh, cutting one of its eyes completely out of its skull and dropping its ear to the floor with a wet um, slashing deep into its torso. This thing is definitely, definitely wounded. Yeah, I'll teach ya. All right, uh, are you doing anything else? Any movement or anything? Uh, no, I'm wrestling it. Let's All go. All right, sounds good. Uh, Claudette, it's your turn. Oh, what would you like cool. to do? You're wrestling it? Wrestling it. Yeah, I'll be right there. That's fine. Just right there? Okay. I'm just right there. Just by the stairs. It's fine. Don't worry about it. All right, Claudette, what are you doing? Okay. Um, Do I know anything about, like, do I recognize at all what these you can are? Make, you can make me an arcana roll. Eighteen. Uh, 18. These are Hounds of Tindalos, aberrations uh, that are creatures from beyond reality, from the void, with a taste for humanity, hideous beasts with the ability to teleport in uh, to the material plane at sharp intersections of surfaces. Uh, they teleport from one location to another within sight of the first, provided uh, it travels from one sharp corner to another. So, so long as they can see a sharp corner, they can teleport through it to another corner in a room. Uh, okay. They also are... Basically, they're able to plane shift at will. They should not be on this plane of existence. This is bad. Okay. They're hunting um, dogs for, for the great ones. Is there anything that I think can affect them particularly? Um, with an 18, you know that um, they are resistant to spells that require saving throws. Okay. So they are resistant to a lot of magical effects. So if you have anything that hits them hard, and also you probably want to avoid um, uh, specific types of damage, um, cold and psychic, they are immune to. Okay. Oh, and poison, because everything's immune to poison. Okay. Oh, one um, sec, one sec. As you're deciding that, Talfrin, what kind of charge did you have in your sword? Ivy, what kind of charge cold, did you give cold. me? Oh, cold. You had cold. Oh. Because I took the forest one because I was purple. Oh. So I gave you the cold. Okay. Uh, Talfrin, you bring down your sword twice and you will see how wounded this thing is. And then it will shake away the ice. Mm. And it is not damaged by your sword. Okay. Sorry, I thought you had the necrotic one for on because you did had it last no, round. That was my I bad. I did. Okay. All right, so Claudette, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna activate Blade Song in the hope that maybe that'll make it a little harder to hit me. Okay. I hope so. And I guess I can't move without giving it an attack of opportunity. So, shite. Most of my spells are ranged. It's true. Uh, do the jumping boots provoke? <laughs> uh, I will give disadvantage on the on the attack with them because it's not expecting it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try that. I guess acrobatics. Okay. You think? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, at least I get advantage on Dex acrobatics because I'm in Blade Song. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you are going to be able to leap away. If you're leaping uh, straight away, you'll be able to move three squares and then okay. move you, and then do your move as normal. 
I figured I'd just, yeah, leap backwards. Just get backwards. All right. Uh, so my attack roll does a, a 13 doesn't hit. Okay. All right. And I will move farther back. Okay. Like I'll continue that movement with my movement speed. Okay. Sounds good. And are you doing anything with your, with your main action? Yes. I will scorching ray the sucker. Okay. In the face. All right. Make me, make me your attacks. Mm. Yeah, let me just remember what it is. It's three rays. Okay. Okay, uh, so for attack roll, that is something so uh, 19, um, 18, hit, and 26. Uh, hit. I have to double check. <laughs> okay. Uh, I need to put together a counter. Uh, 27 fire damage, son. 27 fire damage. Salt, fire damage, not fiber damage. Uh, that is a solid hit. Uh, oh, that's not the way math works, Kelly. That's an extra 10 points off. All right. Uh, three Scorching Rays are going to sear out and strike the one that tore you to ribbons. Uh, and it is going to snarl at you and look at you with its burned, charred complexion. Uh, this one... Uh, is the last one is going to rear up, sniff the air, and and then say something in this language that sounds like the void of space ripping across your mind. Ivy. Yes. There is one that serves the other gods here. Strike her first. You will hear in your head. Uh, and there are no corners there except for the corner that the Empire drilled into the room right there. Bonus action to appear here. And it is going to charge Leiden. Uh, Leiden, this thing's going to tear ass toward you. Mm-hmm. And what's your armor class? 18. Okay, so I've got a 19, a 22, and a 24. Those will all hit. Okay. All right, so two claw attacks are going to come right at you. I'm just going to give you the combined damage to make life easier for you. Um, Are these necrotic? Because I have resistance to it. No, this is piercing. Okay. Okay, uh, that is going to be... Uh, that's 10, uh, so 14, and then uh, 12. So 26 points of piercing damage. And then it is going to hit you with a bite, uh, and that is going to be a little bit bigger as it uh, slash, slash, and chomps onto you. As you're looking at their claws, their claws, their paws are shaped like human hands with long, 
serrated claws at the end of them. They're going, it's going to bury into you, grabbing onto you like like some type of ape, and buries its its um, beak in the side of your hip. Uh, that is going to be uh, 12, 16, uh, 18 points of piercing damage. For that one attack? For that bite, yeah. Ooh, I am down. Are you down already? Yeah, 38 hit points. You just did 44, 42. Okay, Okay. actually, one sec. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're still touching the door. Are you still touching the door? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Um, Reduce everything I did to you by half. You have resistance. To piercing? You have resistance while touching the door. Okay. Cool. Um, sure. Um, you're still gonna take some, but you. I was like, wait a minute, you're touching the door. I didn't have you visible on the screen for a minute. Um, okay, Ivy, it is your turn now. Cool. Well, um, boy, that made my my initial plan um go out the window. Um, but I like this plan better. So Ivy's going to uh, just take a side step. She's gonna draw out her two swords and she's going to. Cut one of them on herself, uh, activating her crimson right. Okay. Of course, you rolled a six on yourself, Ivy. That's that's great. I love it when I take max damage on myself. Um, so then her, um, so she'll cut it on her forearm. Her, she's gonna sh- still the old one. She hasn't quite switched to the serrated one as her favorite one yet. Mm. Um, so that still one of the old ones that she bought will have that blue, lovely purple lightning suddenly engulf it, and she's going to make um two attacks at it. That's the one okay. that is attacking uh, As you rush forward, you're going to see Leiden, like, her blood hit the ground, and the the hound is going to rake the claws up the sides of her legs, and she's going to fall to the ground prone. Okay. By the way, I I had Amy Um, make a strength strength save in chat because I forgot to ask before the turn ended. mm. So you are going to be right behind there. Go ahead and make me your attacks, please. Cool. And as she's doing this, she's going to say in Abyssal back that she's going to say, what would she say? You're not welcome on this plane. Hmm. I'm tired of these motherfucking hounds on this motherfucking plane. Motherfucking plane? Yeah. Um, So that's going to be a... 30, 20, and a that's 25 a to hit. You know what? I think those are hits. Okay, cool. That's that's great. All right. Do, 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 do. All right. Do, do, do. Yes. D8, not D6. You use a D6 for your lightning damage. It's been a while since I've played Ivy. Feels like. And yeah, I it's forget. been about two weeks. Yeah. I still forget what D8s look like. There we go. I'm used to D12s. And then D10s. All right. Yeah, R.I.P. Right. Vistra. Um, <laughs> do, 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 um, yes. So that's going to be 18 piercing. Okay. And, nope, sorry, 24, 22 piercing. Okay. Because I forget, always forget dueling. And then four uh, and 10 lightning. Okay. Very yeah. solid hits coming in here as you start to tear into this one from behind. Um, 
saying that it does not belong on this plane of existence as you cut into yourself, lightning arcs across your blade and you start laying into this thing, tearing it apart. Uh, it is going to shudder as your blades sink in deeper than it was expecting, and you're going to feel the breaking of ribs as your blade dances between the flesh. Uh, Leiden, it is your turn now. Um, so that changed what I was going to do dramatically. Um, so what Leiden's gonna do is she's gonna, I guess, use half her movement to stand up, and she's gonna use her bonus action to cast shield on her uh, shield of faith on herself to increase her AC and then she's popping her wings as her action um, okay. switching into her ASMR form so that's her full turn that's all I okay. can do sounds good all right wings are going to explode out of your back and um, you are going to cast shield of faith on yourself perfect all right that is there and Veratrix all right um so can you, uh, I'm, I'm going to attack the one that's right in front of me. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to be casting Thunder Wave on this. Can okay. you please make me a con save, Kelly? Uh, I have advantage on this, and I don't think I can, actually. Uh, 13. You fail! Oh, wait, 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 sorry. Sorry, I read the wrong line. Uh, that is 17. Bruh. <laughs> sorry, I looked at the wrong line. Sorry. <laughs> You got my hopes all the way up and then brought them all the way down. I did, I did. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, all right, well, you're still going to take half damage. but I'm, I'm, the, I'm, ha I'm happy to. I'm happy to. But I was really hoping to be able to push you back, but say la vie. Um, okay, la vie. so as she does this, um, she's going to uh, reach up, grab her bun, um, and like, you know, bring him like under her arm, open a little panel in his front, pull out one of her spell grenades, and goes, <laughs> bun bomb, throw it up above her. And you, wow, really very. Does, uh, this, does this affect everything? I guess you can angle this so it doesn't affect the rabbit. Um, It affects a 15 foot cube around me. Yeah, so you don't have to aim it at the rabbit for this because this thing is, is just beneath, kind of like down below you. Yeah. Oh, and, but um, you do have to make it affect the machine, I think. I guess you wouldn't have to. No, you could put the cube directly in front so it doesn't touch the machine you were investigating. Cool. Sounds good. Or you but can hit I the mean, machine. Uh, I'm just wanting to hit the thing. The, okay. the, 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 I keep wanting to say blink dog, but it's not a blink dog. This is like um, a, a rabid blink dog, yeah. Three, four, five, six. You're going to take three thunder damage. Three thunder that's, damage? That, that's after I have it. Okay, three thunder damage. <laughs> that is... Well, that was really handy, because my actual, my max hit points ended with a three. Um, and... Uh, and then I think with... Oh God, if I move, I'm going to provoke. Um, how tall is the ledge here? Uh, the ledge there is about as tall as you. Oh, okay, so it's, it's short. Yeah. Um, I just saw the stairs and figured that it was a lot taller. Oh, sorry, how tall um, is the ledge? I thought you meant how tall is the railing. Uh, the oh. lead, the ledge is about a ten foot. Mm, about a, see that stair would be uh, five ten. It's about a fifteen foot drop. Hmm, I'd take fall damage from that. Would you? You would take one d six. How? Um, unless you made an acrobatics check. I oh can I? Yeah, totally. I'm going to. I'm going to try and pop the fence um, with the rabbit under my arm and uh, make an acrobatics check. 
All right. Um, do 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 do. I guess that means I'll make an opportunity attack. Do that, please. Uh, and I'm going to get an 18 on my acrobatics. Okay, what's your AC? Uh, it is. Uh, oh, it is 15. Okay. All right, so you're going to be able to jump down. You'll take no damage from the landing, but you are going to take uh, seven, eight points of slashing damage as okay. you jump out of the way. This eight. thing snarls and uh, slams and its claw into your lower back. Um, how much of my movement would hopping the fence take? Uh, that would take five feet. Five feet. Okay, so I'm going to use some movement as well okay. to kind of just run. Uh, yeah, basically to just. I guess it'd be five, ten, fifteen. I'm gonna go. I guess to there uh, is how far I can move. To and that, where can you describe? Oh, it? Um, yeah. She. So she's gonna pop the fence, land, mm. uh, and then uh, just move about fifteen feet towards the center of the room. Okay. There's an old uh, altar directly ahead of you as you leap down, fall the 15 feet, land on your hands and knees, and start scrambling with your rabbit. Yeah, and at, at that point, she, the rabbit's going to uh, kind of float away a little bit further. Mm -hmm. ah, there we go. Um, so she, he's going to float a little bit further uh, into the center of the room. And that is my action. That's, oh, I'm sorry, that was my turn, sorry. Okay, so let me just figure out what's happening now. At the bottom of the initiative, uh, Carbuncle is going to act. The Carbuncle is going to round the corner, see what is happening, and freak out. And his movement is 40. Oh, he can totally do this. Uh, the Carbuncle is going to see this thing, see the battlefield ahead, leap down here and fire a ray out of his forehead at the two that are conveniently in a line right there. Uh, so that is going to be an actual miss or an actual hit. Okay, that one that one is a success, but that was a bear thing. Okay, uh, that is actually super useful. Um, so that is going to be nine and four. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, as you leap down, you're going to hear the sound of a pair of paws landing behind you as the carbuncle clears the uh, the banister behind you, runs directly in front of you, skids on its paws, and fires a beam out of the garnet on its forehead that uh, dances up the back of not one, but two hounds of Tindalos, including the one that Talfrin is fighting, uh, scraping along, and uh, that is going to be two hits, and he actually managed to hit one of them, even though it had resistance, which is... Just phenomenal. Good job, cat. Uh, all right, that is the end of that round. And um, I would like everyone to make me an initiative roll. Uh, Wait, what? Everyone reroll re -roll initiative. Whoa. What? All right, interesting. Uh -oh. Okay, that's new. Yep. Interesting. I did better on that. Okay. I did much better on that. 
Uh, I got a 16, so that's good. All right, let's go through the initiative, please. Uh, that is going to be in your carbuncle. Holy crap, carbuncle. Well, that worked out perfectly, guys. Uh, that is <laughs> a... Oh, yeah, you're fucked. Uh, 21. Okay, so that is going to be... Ivy. Uh... Okay, so that goes... Ivy. Very... Carbuncle. Okay, uh, there is going to be a shiver around all of you, and you are going to see bits of dirt and blood in the room vanish from the floor. There's a place where Talfrin's sword came down as it scraped through this thing and embedded itself just a little bit in the ground, like the sword cleared the side of this thing and chipped off a piece of the stonework. And Talfrin, in the corner of your eye, you'll glance down as a shadow shifts. You're thinking that it's something else. You'll watch the stonework reset itself. Uh, Talfrin, your sword has turned itself off. That's fine. I'm okay. gonna use my other one anyway. That one sucked against this thing. Kind of did. Uh, I mean, that charge sucks. I see why you gave it to me. <laughs> All right, Ivy, it is your turn. Um, cool. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rinse and repeat. Except maybe I'll take, I'll take three attacks on this, this thing in front of me right now. Nice. How badly is he looking? Uh, how badly is he looking? Mm -hmm. Uh, he's not looking great. Uh, yeah. I would say that he is, uh, annoyed. Okay, well... Actually, yeah. Hound 1 is annoyed. The one that you're facing is looking close to wounded. Okay. Cool. Alright, I'm gonna take three attacks at it. Alright, go ahead. Uh, one sec. As you are rolling those, uh... Your first one has advantage. Oh, sweet! That's much better. Okay, um, so I got, um, 14. I would like to use my determination. Does a 17 hit? A 17 will hit. Cool, then the other two will hit, because those are both 18s. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. Come here, other D8. There we go. 3D8. 2D6. Oh, let's go. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Okay, so then I add. Um, Alright, um, do you need that s separated at all? I do not. Okay. Cool, that's gonna be 42 points of damage. Uh, I should go slice, slice, slice. Alright, that's total with everything inclusive? Yep. Okay, 42 turns that into... 
Okay. Uh, slashing one, two, three times into the hound between you and Leiden. Uh, you are going to spill its blood onto the ground. It comes down in this black gelatin. Almost like an ooze that you face before it strikes the ground and begins to hiss as it hits the stonework. As if touching material reality is painful. And uh, that is... Do you have anything else to do with your turn? Uh, no, she's going to kind of stay near Leiden because of, of hearing them say to go to that one. She's going to stay near Leiden uh, as, a, as a somewhat bodyguard. So uh, she's good. just going to stay put. All right, Vary, it's your turn. All right. Um, she is going to... Uh, okay, there's one that's right in front of me. Uh, there's one on the, the other side of, the of an old fire pit on the left of you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, does that one look like it's been hurt at all? Uh, yes. Actually, yes, it has. The only one that looks like it hasn't been hurt that much is the one that you were fighting. Okay, that was cool. up on the banister. Um, so she's going to make a ranged spell attack against the one across the fire pit from me. Um, so let me just make that roll. Okay, uh, you're what are you using to attack? Oh, uh, chaos bolt. bolt. Okay, sounds good. All right, so that is going to be an 18 to hit. An 18 to hit will hit. Uh, yes. Roll your chaos bolt type twice. Twice? Yep. Okay. Uh, Tell me what the two damage types are. All right. Um, so, so the way this one works is I roll 2d8 plus 6 and then choose one of the d8s. Choose one of the d8s as the... As desert. the damage type. So... Then uh, tell you what, I will roll the d8 for the damage type then. Okay. Uh, so what is number one? Uh, number one is acid damage. Okay, this is doing acid damage. Okay, cool. So I'm going to make that roll. Oh, those are d10s. Those aren't what I roll. Yeah, don't I roll, roll d8s. I roll d8s. Here we go. Oh, All by right. By the way, the, uh, your characters might be noticing in the middle of the fight that the chaos of the situation is, in fact, in character as well. Fair enough. Ooh, ooh, that's a really good roll. Um, hold on, I'm just gonna calculate this real quick with my okay. keyboard. All right, so um, she's going to uh, pop three, you know, go down to a pop belt, pop three little grenades off, uh, okay. and then lob them at this uh, at this rabid blink bug thingy thing, uh, and they are going to. Uh, go off just bam 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 uh, and just coat this thing in uh, in like sticky green acid okay uh, how much damage is that uh, that is 19 points of acid damage nice that's pretty good uh, that... and, and then she's going to take her move to head up by the altar okay and just along hide. with along with the, yeah so she's going to move into the more into the center of the room uh, behind the altar and to, just to get a bit of cover from these things. Sounds good. Uh, the carbuncle is going to see if his beam reset. Oh my God, his beam reset. Nice. I love it when his beam resets because these guys didn't move. Uh, he is going to go and fire off again. And, oh, I have to roll that real quick. Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, that is going to be one success, one success. Okay. So he only does half damage on each of them. 
Uh, so there's going to be three points of damage and uh, 13, 12, six points of damage. Uh, so that is okay. And the one that Talfrin is fighting. Okay, another beam rips across the floor, slamming into them again with radiant damage. And uh, at that point, the, the carbuncle is going to and is going to run off and hide because he's not stupid. So he's going to try to get away. He rushes past you behind some of the crates that the Empire left here. Uh, and we are at uh, the fourth hound. So the hound that is directly in front of you, uh, Leiden, and Ivy, uh, is going to... Ooh. Um... What does your shield look like, Leiden? It's um. Does it have any? It's, a, it's it's round. It's a rounded shield. Doesn't have any like yeah. like etching or any leather work on the front that forms corners. Don't think so. Okay. This is important no, it's to very know. Very simple. Yeah. Uh, because if you have like a kite shield with a cross in the front of it, that's fun with these guys. Nope. If, if anything, the symbol of the orphan is a circle, right? It is like, a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the archway is an arch but there is a corner where it meets the ground. This one is going to try to dodge away and dodge into the bottom corner where the door meets the floor, which is the only natural corner of the room. Everything else is rounded. Uh, Ivy, you can make me an opportunity attack. Sweet. And one sec. Uh, you do it as normal. Okay. Um. Um. 25. That is a hit. Yeah. I sorry, my brain was just like does not compute numbers, can't add. Oh. That's nice. Um so that's going to be 16. 16 points of damage. All yes. right. Uh, you are going to slash into its spine, severing part of the cord, making its back leg, its left back leg goes completely limp, but it is going to spring off of its right, leaping into the corner of the door, trying to escape. And as it does, there will be a noise like a, it's almost like a thunderclap, but a disappointed thunderclap, like a bug zapper more than anything, as a moat of radiant energy just kind of flickers at the door, and this thing will explode into mist as it tries to leap through the door. Uh, that was the wrong choice, you have a feeling. Uh, that one is dead. All right, uh, which is good, because that was the rest of its action. Leiden, it's your turn. What do you do? Well, um, I don't have to deal with that one anymore, I you guess. You are covered with Hound of Tindalos mist. Ew. Does it seem to be doing anything horrible? Uh, it smells like really bad. Got it. But it That's smells really like the gross. negation of all other smells. Like it's like, it's mm -hmm. so overwhelming, but doesn't have a smell of its own. Okay. Um. It's... It's the white noise of smells. Ew, it's so that's such a weird description. Yeah, um, but try explaining what blood from the void smells like. Yeah, okay, so I have a flying speed of 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So and I'm the room, gonna... the room here is about 60 feet tall. Okay, that's fine. Um, 
to not be on the ground, I don't think. I'm going to go up and diagonally, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it'll be about 5, 10, 15, uh, but also like 15 up. So she went up in an angle. Sorry, it's uh, a little okay. hard to describe that. Um, and then I also want to cast Cure Wounds on myself, I think is a good idea, because I'm rather hurt. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. I put a symbol on you to represent your flying. Perfect. Okay, cure wounds. Okay. I'm gonna cast this at third level, so that should be three d eight, I believe. Okay. Uh, do me a favor. Roll an additional d eight. Oh, cool. Um, give me one sec. You guys are getting really lucky with this. I'll t ask me during the break. I'll tell you what's happening. So I will heal. Ooh, plus my spellcasting ability modifier uh, is 20. I heal 30 hit points. All right. I'm I'm at full. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Do you do anything else with your round? Um, do I have a useful bonus action is the question. No, because I cast a spell. I don't really have anything useful. Okay, sounds good. Uh, all right. Talfrin, it's your turn. Your first attack has advantage. Oh, nice. All right, I'm dropping this sword that's not working against him for some reason and taking out the one from behind my back and smashing it. Okay, just your regular one old sword? Swoop, just my regular sword. Yep. I like this one better anyway. Yeah, right? All right, uh, advantage, you say? Let's rock. Only on the first one. On the first attack, all right. Nat 20. I got nat 20 and a nat 1, so we're taking it. <laughs> and you're using Great Weapon Master as always. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then other one. Rolled. Uh, 17. 17 is a hit. Yeah, okay. I was like, I have no determination. I need to do Okay, so um, the first one, we're gonna go. Whoop. Um, so, ten, sorry, so 10 plus. Uh, do, 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 6 is 16. Oh, shoot, sorry. 10 plus. 10 plus 6 is 26 times 2 is 52. Right. And so the the ten doesn't double. Gotcha. But, the, but only right, right, right. only only dice double. Only dice double. Okay, yep. so that's twenty. Okay, so roll, so roll your roll your dice again. What? So you roll your dice twice. Okay. So you should be rolling forty six plus ten. Okay. Plus your strength plus your rage. Plus. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. so. So 20, um, yeah, so it's going to be 36 for the first one. 36, okay. Yeah. And then the second one, no. Is on the floor. Oh, no. No, it's my special blue one. That's okay. It'll come back. So you said it was 26 um, or 36? 36. Okay, sounds good. And then the other one is 5, 11, 21. So 
so what, what were they again? Sorry, I was checking checking, checking a stat. Um, 36 and 21. To hit? Or damage? No. Oh, because you did hit on so all three of them. So 36 and 21? Yes, damage. Yes. Okay. All right. And uh, you... So 57 altogether. Have you used your bonus action this turn? Nope. Uh, you great weapon mastered and critical hit. Oh, right! Which means you can spend a bonus action to hit again. Hit again! Let's go! All right. Uh, would you like to spend your inspiration? Yes. Do you have advantage on this attack? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. My crit. I also have lucky, though, so... Oh, that's fair. Then, yeah, hang on to it. Well, we'll do it. We'll do that, though. We'll do that, though. Spend your inspiration. Let's go. Let's rock. Washa! We did not crit, but we got... 16 on the dice, so that's gonna be That's 21. gonna be a hit. Roll me damage. Yeah. Um. Whew. Uh, so it's 11 plus. So it's 21 plus 27. 27? Yes. Okay. Uh, you are going to uh, raise your blade that second time, bring it down, and with 27, and. Uh, you are going to bring it down, and this thing's head is going to fall to the ground. Angry. Congratulations, that one's Thank dead. You. Hell yeah, who's next? Uh, all right. Uh, so the one directly behind it. Oh wait, can I use my movement? Yeah, you can move still. Nice, because it's gone, so I don't need to worry about it. Um. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, I'll move up to it. The one over beside it. That was in a row. Okay, so rushing up to that one, uh, it is going to thank you for the trouble that you spared it. Uh, and is going to, is going to dive at you. Uh, All right. Two claw attacks. What's Come your on. AC? 17. Those are two misses. Yeah! Too angry to die. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't tempt fate like that. Uh, and it's going to try to bite you? And that, the bite is going to hit with an 18. Oh, yeah. The, the uh, bites are... The, the bites are what get you. The bites are what get you. All right. So the bite is going to slam into you for 14 points of piercing damage. Uh, but that's going to reduce to 7. Oh, pardon me. Not 14. It's going to be uh, 18 points of piercing... Wait, hold on. Yeah, 18 points of piercing damage, uh, which reduces down to 9 because yeah. you are too angry. I'm so uh, angry. Okay, so that is his turn. Uh, and the other one that was fighting very before is going to leap down off of the... Um, is going to leap down off of the... Um, the pedestal down to the ground make an acrobatics check he's fine uh, and is going to dive into the corner here and emerge uh, he dives into the corner of one of the crates the Empire left behind and pops up at the drill site uh, and dashes toward Ivy uh, Ivy can you do me a favor yes can you, can you tell me oh hold on oh god damn I can't win uh, okay an 18 hits you right Yes, my AC is 17 right now. Can you make now. me a strength save? I can. <laughs> I rolled a seven. Okay, uh, you are going to be knocked prone by the first hit. Okay, that's not great for me. You said your AC is 17? Yes, right now okay. with my dual wielding swords. 
then that saved your ass, actually. All right, uh, it's going to appear out of the side, slashing you with its claw, with its claw fingers, and mm-hmm. is going to deal five, seven. Uh, that is going to be eleven points of slashing damage. Cap. And Claudette, it is your turn. Okay. Um. Well, I guess this one's right next to me, basically, and Leiden's not actually in the way; she's up in the air. So, uh, yeah, probably, I think. Let me just decide what I want to do. Um, and when, sorry, when I was trying to remember what was up with them, was lightning something they were resistant to? Nope. Uh, which bolt was motherfucker then? And sounds good. And okay, I just have to make now. a range, single range spell attack. Um, I'm gonna do it at a third level. Okay, uh, go ahead. That is 19 to hit. 19 to hit is a hit. It is and which one are you, are you targeting? The one that's right in front of Ivy? Yes. Sounds good. Oh, there's only two left. That's not good. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. All right, let's see this. Your children screaming at 29 points of lightning. Damn! And it remains connected to it if it's not dead. All right, 29 points. That is going to drop that down to... Ooh, good. Uh, This thing is badly burned as your lightning begins to sear it, chaining you uh, up against it as lightning crackles out of your fingers and slams into the side of it. Um, Would you like to do anything else with your action? I can't. You don't have a cantrip or anything? Or a bonus action? Okay. Um, There's almost no cantrips that are bonus actions. Mm -hmm. Not unless you have, like, a metamagic feat. Okay, so good job, Claudette. Are you doing any movement at all? No, because if I get outside of the range, it breaks. Okay. What happens if it tries to leave the range? It'll break. Okay. Uh, all right, that is the bottom of the initiative. Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> this is chaotic. Yes! Oh, Ivy. Okay, so that is, that could have been better for them. Uh, okay, ooh, uh, okay, so. Okay, so. Talfren Claudette. Lita. I like that Talfren and I managed to tie again. And I like how it's like switching up, like who gets like the bottom. Like you had six last turn, and now I'm at eight. I rolled there. a nat twenty for my initiative. Hell yeah! And then I, I had I had eight the first round. Uh, Although I like this one, then it's like super high, super high, super high, super high, super low. I was so sure I was gonna die last round. Ivy's taking a nap on the ground quickly. Ivy. <laughs> yeah, Ivy. Uh, Ivy, your total Just is eight. Yeah, I rolled a four and I add four, so hey. Don't worry about it. Okay, Talfrin or Claudette, you are tied for first. What do you do? I'll go. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you both. I spend my action to hit with Witchbolt again. There's no attack. It just does. Okay. Good luck. Well, that 
So at least one of them rolled max. Um. Thirty-one. Uh, so how would you want to do this? Like a microwave popcorn bag, or you fill it with lightning and it begins to start popping as its internals begin crisping and expanding from the heat. Yeah, all right. Which she's definitely. This is very. Um, Emperor Palpatine reminiscent oh, as like yeah, yeah, yeah. crackling lightning connects her to this thing. Uh, <laughs> She's just not doing the, the kind of crazy like evil laughter. Uh, there is a moment where the lightning strikes in and surges out of your fingertips as you hit this twice faster than you've ever used a spell in your life. And this thing pops like an overripe grape during the harvest festival. Beneath Beneath a woman's foot. Um, uh, Ivy, you are now covered with Tindalos juice. Yum! Do you, do you want to taste it? Kind of. Okay. That's gross. Regain a hit point. Sweet! Awesome! Can One. I just keep licking up hit points? Uh, we'll find out on your turn, Talfrin. You are up unless Claudette <laughs> has anything else she wants to do. Uh, I don't think so. I can't. Again, bonus actions don't really. Oh, and uh, keeping the spell up counts as your cast action. It does count as your action. Okay. Yeah, you spend the action. You just don't have to roll to hit mm, again. Okay, that's a good spell. All right, so Talfrin, it's your turn. What do you do? This All boy right, is I'm in front of you. Smack this boy! Bit me. I don't like that. Um. So let's do that. Smack him in the face. For oh, with great sword, great weapon master. Oh, there reminds for me one 16, sec. but I'd like to. Uh, use... Your first attack has disadvantage. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll roll it again. Unless, uh, don't forget, yeah. you can, only, can you reckless at your level? I can. Okay. I wouldn't against the. Well, there's only one left. All right. So, uh, what'd you get? Did you want me to just roll it all again, or? No, sorry that I didn't give you that before. Them. I forgot that the chaos effect okay. was still in well, place. Well, I rolled higher, so... Well, I get... You take the well, lower... Uh, so, 16, but I also have a determination, so I'd like to use that. Yeah. Please. Done. Let's do it. Okay. okay. And then... Do you want to just do second attack? Uh, I want you to... Yeah, do your second attack. Okay. Uh... Oh, gosh. Um... 23. That's a hit. Okay, Good roll me damage. Master. Oh, Pissed. Stop fighting me. Um, first one's gonna be six is eleven, twenty-one, and then sixteen is twenty. Oh, Jesus. Uh, all, Pissed off. All right. Um, that is going to be uh, two really solid hits. You rock oh, yeah. this thing, and it is going to snarl up at you. And uh, do you do anything else on your round? Get some! That's all. It snarls in your face and is going to... Uh, ooh. Uh, it is going to attack you. It's gonna. It has a plan. It's gonna attack you right twice. 
Uh, that is going to be one hit. I need you to make me a strength save. Don't forget you have advantage because you're raging. Okie doke. Okay. 18. Damn. Okay. Uh, I'm really good at those. Oh, and actually that means my bite had disadvantage. Okay, uh, what's your AC? It is 17? 17! Okay, so the bite will hit as well. Let's uh, get at those. Okay, he is going to claw you. Uh, you are going to take from the claw that he rakes across your uh, your thigh is going to be, that is, 9. 13 points of slashing damage turns to 6. Uh, and then the bite is going to be really pathetic, actually. Uh, that's going to be 10, oh, it's 14, so 7 points of piercing damage. It slashes your thigh, bites in to the side of your leg, just kind of raking its teeth across across the meat. Uh, yep. Not a terribly deep scratch. Uh, and uh, it is going to try to run toward the corner where that crate meets the ground. Ooh, you get an opportunity attack. Get some. Yeah, I want to use it. Um, oh, I'm going to absolutely miss. A swing and a miss with a 10. Oh, pardon me one second. Okay. Uh, yes, you will. Uh, in fact, um, you are going to swing and miss. Uh, and as you do, your sword is bloody enough that it's actually going to, like, slip out of your hands. No, at least I have another one. And it's going to just swing. It's going to just tumble across the floor about 10 feet away. Uh, this one is going to uh, leap forward and spend its bonus action to vanish. Balls. Into the corner. Damn it. And with that, it doesn't... Is it somewhere? Three of these things lie dead on the ground. But now what? You hold your breath, waiting for the secondary attack. What does everyone do? Seems to be a moment of respite. Well, if pick it's up my sword. not okay. reappearing, Leiden's gonna slowly drop herself down to the ground and take a take stock of who's really injured. Ivy's gonna lick her. Lick, lick up some shoes still, see what <laughs> Ivy, what are you... I, what are you doing? Oh, that's gross. Oh, it feels good. Tastes I'm good. feeling healthier. I, uh, can I just... Strange choice, but okay. Very's uh, gonna wander up looking very hurt. <laughs> Claudette looks more hurt than you've ever seen her in, in, in your life. Yeah. Yeah, Claudette's uh, gonna kind of sink to the ground and just groan a little bit. Yeah, I wanna. Can I assess? Um, I would just cure wounds, but does anything look weird about her? No, she just looks torn to like scratched to ribbons. Right. Okay. Um, okay. so, uh, very, you can crawl your way over there. Um, and Ivy, are you there? Is there are a couple of these dead things on the ground here, uh, that are slowly liquefying into puddles? Are you going to just like lean down and drink? Yeah, sure. <laughs> cool. Can you make me a charisma save? Oh Gross. no! Oh no! I'm gonna spend my inspiration on this. Okay. <laughs> Cause I had zero to my charisma. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I rolled a natural twenty. That's okay. going to be a twenty. I rolled a twenty and a five. Thank you, inspiration. Okay. So uh, you are fine. That is going to be. Uh, you are going to regenerate ten hit points. Sweet. Uh, Oops, how hands of Tindalos. 
Uh, however, uh, as you begin to, as you lean down and lap at the blood on the ground, you are going to. The wounds that this thing opened on you. How much damage did you take? Quite a decent amount, um, right? Yeah, I, I I lost those at thirty eight out of fifty eight, so I lost about twenty HP. The um, the scar, like the markings where it scratched you, are going to start to heal up. Uh, but the scars are black. Ooh. Like the blood itself is a wriggling worm pushing itself out of your skin. It's like the space between stars. What is everyone else doing? Leiden's gonna cast Cure Wounds um, on Claudette as a level 3 spell. Sounds good. Yeah, that's my plan. And Vary's gonna do the same thing to herself at level 2. This was not a good combination. Alfred's just gonna stand around real awkward because he can't heal anybody. Get a B14 hit points. Okay. Yep, polish the sword. She's she's still quite battered. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a try that. Ag- okay, well hold on. Hmm. What have I got? Maybe you want to take a, a tr- try and find somewhere to take just a, a quick breather, take a rest. Well, those things can come back at any time. So they seem. Kelly, could I make some sort of intelligence check to figure out if Ivy noticed that they were coming out of corners? Uh, that's a really, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you an arcana roll to see if you recognize what these things are. Sure, yeah. Um, is it fey, fiend, or undead? Nope, aberrations. Shit, okay, fine. Darn, I don't get advantage then from my hunter's bane. Okay. All right, I'll just make it straight. Intelligence check. Or or Arcana, you said. It's it's Arcana. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna add my determination to bring that to a 23. 23. Uh, Yes, these are Hounds of Tindalos. These are strange creatures from beyond the void. Between this and what you saw earlier when you were fighting your sisters. This is very strange. You've, in two days, you fought two different sets of creatures that had the scent of the void about them. That's unusual. The creatures that you fought in, uh, that you fought on uh, on the ship the other night as well had that same scent about them like the dust of stars like things beyond your knowledge oh i did it again that's why okay i know of these creatures they're from the void 
Um, they also appear in corners, so if we find somewhere that has no harsh corners, we could maybe take a short, short rest and try and bandage ourselves mm. up for a bit. Can I get an insight roll out of anybody here? You may also use investigation if you would prefer, but insight is is better. Is this to look at around the room? Because that's base- uh, 19 on insight. 19. Okay. Uh, the room, uh, those of you who got above an 18, uh, the room only has one surface that is built with a corner in it, naturally. And that is the ivory door, or the mm. white door there. And you saw for a fact that when this thing tries to use the door, it does not go well for it. Mm-hmm. Every other surface in the room that is a natural surface, or a more basically natural, or a, let's say a native surface to the room, is slightly curved. Yeah, so everything that was constructed here initially was in, looks like mm-hmm. it was intentionally designed to ward off things from entering from other dimensions. Huh. I got a 23 on investigation. Uh, Looking around, you can see that all of the corners were brought in by the Empire, Uh, but you think that you could either remove them or probably just break them? I'm going to, uh, with that, I'm going to kind of send Crux off to start breaking corners. Okay. On, like, the boxes and stuff. Whoa, what are you doing? Well, getting rid of the. I'll, I'll help. Oh yeah, Honest. let's do yes, it. I can help. It's a good way to I'll let s- off some steam. Let's go. We fought. So we're gonna to... stay here and rest for a bit then. I mean, we all are pretty banged up, aren't we? I I think that'd be great. As uh, as very just kind of leans up against the altar. She's like, ow, that really hurt. All right, well, Claudette's going to sit down in the middle of the room, kind of between the altar and the statue, mm. and start ritual casting Liam into Tiny Hut. Sounds good. Because As... that is actually a hemisphere, too. Oh, that's great. Oh, God, they could technically appear inside of a tiny hut, I think. I think they could break the rules on that. Oh. Could they? But there's no corners. No, 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 but if there were. If there were, I think it oh, could. Okay, if there... I think they can <laughs> oh. get into Morden Kaiden's magnificent mansion that way. Yeah. I think they're one but of yeah, the But yeah, this is a hemisphere. Mm. It's a semi hemisphere. Yeah. Mm. So as you are doing that, very you're going around breaking stuff. There's only one thing that you can't just easily destroy from where it touches the ground, and that is the large mechanical unit at the top of the stairs. That- uh which Very is actually going to go investigate that, because that's what draw drew her attention right away to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um so can I make another investigation check on that? Yes, you may. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, Amy. Oh, um, when there's a chance, Leiden's gonna just head back to the door and examine it further, okay. because she got her time got a little cut off there. That's true. Uh, Twenty-two on my investigation. Twenty-two. Uh, you are going to find that um, there are there are a couple of compartments in the side of it. First of all, it looks like places that are like almost like drawers, um, but they're more like they basically like pop out at the top so that you can slide in um, clipboards and there is an old sheaf of paper in there that basically is a maintenance log ooh what does it say Uh, it's basically it's pretty basic times dates and this is about ooh um, 
the ones that you're looking at are from about 24 years ago. Um, like this set is dated about 24 years ago. Some of them just 23 years ago because it does go over the new year. Um, and as you are looking through this, uh, you are going to see that um, there are a bunch of different people that are signing off, basically just maintenance checks. And there are a couple of names that you're going to be able to make out that are signed off. Uh, one of them uh, is your father's name. Oh, looks like regular routine maintenance. Uh, you think that this is a this is a siphon. This is designed to pull ambient energy out, kind of like, like do you know how like a drill will actually puncture and and siphon energy out, uh, but this is more of an ambient, like a um, like a vacuum or an air filter. This is high tech. Like, this is higher tech than the Empire advertises that it has. Ooh. Like, this is cutting-edge stuff, and it it's cutting-edge today and was 20 years ago. Uh, it, it, is, it is empty, mind you. Okay. Uh, but you could try to get it up and running again if you wanted to. Of course, it touching the ground is a, is a problem. Yeah, because it creates a corner. Yeah. There. Technically, it creates eight of them because it's octagonal. Hmm. Um. Oh. Do I... Th uh Go With ahead. Your, uh, I'm just thinking the way that it's shaped is basically um, kind of like a jungle gym. Or um, I think, like, what... I keep we called them jungle gyms when I was a kid, but the kind of hexagonal dome ones, oh, yeah, yeah. it's basically shaped like that. But as you're looking at it, you'll notice two things. One, it is not bolted to the ground. And two, it is built at an odd angle, such that if someone was really strong and just flipped the bitch, it would not form a full angle. It would basically Ooh. be like a top. Like, you know how tops with points, head. they don't quite yeah. hit the ground. It would not form a flat surface if you flip this thing on its on its face. If we now, this is it, hundreds of pounds. So, if if we flipped it, friends, uh, do I think there'd be a way to like, you know, if we put it back to normal, is would I be able to make it work or maybe or, or would would I have to try and make it work now, kind of thing? Um, it's a piece of machinery. Uh, that's pretty old. I think that if you flip it, it has a better chance of, of breaking, but either way, you'd have to tinker with it for a while to even sure. try to get it to work. And then you'd have to think about, like, what's the purpose of getting it to work? Uh, Vary's going to call down to everybody and be like, hey, this is a magic siphon thing. Do you want me to get it turned on? Or No. I don't know what that means. I don't. I, I think it, it pulls ambient magical energy from the area what does that do i don't, I don't know maybe uh, do i think it would like refill like the charges for instance kelly it might it might steal your spell slots though no i I'm, i mean it might refill your sword charges or it might hmm. 
um, eat our magic? I don't know. Oh, I would say maybe don't. And, she, and Leiden's calling from the other side of the room. I assume it's echoing easily it, enough actually, for us to hear. The echoes in this room are bizarre. No matter where you oh. are, when you speak, it is like you're speaking directly into someone's ear. Oh, Whoa. Um, I suggest <laughs> don't, at least until we've had a chance to rest properly. Yes, we don't know why they stopped. We don't know if it was just because they were done or if a catastrophic disaster happened. I don't want the latter. Talfren? Yeah. In that case, can I get your help to flip this thing up? Sure. Because right now, it's kind of sitting like 90 degrees and we don't want that. So if we flip it, it'll be good. But it looks really heavy and I'm very small. You are very small. Yeah. Let's 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 flip it. Very soul star. <laughs> um. All right. Telford's gonna walk over to. Where so Telford, can you make is. me a strength save, or pardon me, strength I... a strength a strength check? Oh, just a strength. Check. Just strength. I'm not, not proficient in that. You're st- okay. Yeah, you're not proficient in it, but you got you got the mucho strength. You I could ra- you could rage for one as- round. Can I assist with this? I. You know what? Yeah, let's poke out with the force bunny. Uh, you with the force bunny, yes, you may assist. All right, Hulk. Very in the force bunny will assist. Yes. Okay. What so does you, that mean? It gives you advantage. Heck yes. It's more like it's more like various supervising, but yeah. <laughs> I think this part would be best if you just like lift that part up. Better leverage. Okay. All right, let's go. <sighs> Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, it takes you a minute, and your back is going to be... Wait, 24, because I'm okay. drawing outrage. Your back's only going to be a little sore tomorrow. Okay. Um, but you lift with your knees, and you're going to be able to slowly tip it upward and just flip it. And with a, cr- a cacophonous boom, Ooh. it hits the ground and begins to roll around like when you drop a bowl on the floor in the kitchen. Like a plastic one, it is jug, 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 jug. <laughs> All right, that's that what right. you wanted. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. All right, and as you two are doing that, what's everyone else doing? Leiden, you're checking the door more closely. Yeah, she's mumbled under her breath. Very like uh, thought you were very soul like soul star, small star, um, mm. and then we'll start investigating the door. Okay. Uh, and okay, so you're investigating the door. Go ahead, and uh, you can make me an investigation roll. What about the other two of you, Ivy and Claudette? What are you doing? I'm ritual casting Lamin's tiny hut. Okay, sounds good. And Ivy, what are you doing? Um, Ivy's gonna go look at the altar and look okay. at the statue and take a take a sure. Little you can make me an investigation roll as well. Okay. Okay. My investigation is a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh, I have. I forgot. I have my um. You have advantage on investigation rolls today. Yeah, I do. Until my my short rest, then that potion gets excreted from my body. It's called peeing, but yeah. I don't think she... Everybody pees during a short rest. I don't imagine that's how she gets rid of her toxins, though, but maybe. Um, do you not have ge- kidneys? It's true. She might not. She might not. She might she's not. A, Who knows? Immune. She's immune. Yeah. That's going to be a 17 for Ivy. Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, as you are looking around, um, we'll go through it in order. So, 
Leiden, checking over at the door. You can see this immense door stands about about 20 feet tall, 15 to 20 feet. It's, it's quite large, made out of this smooth white stone that you can't quite place. Mm-hmm. It looks magical in nature, but there's a huge crack down the center of this huge single door. You're not sure whether or not it was caused by an impact or just by time, but it, or it maybe even magic. There looks like there might be some scorch marks in the stone. Mm. Like something struck this down. Mm. And looking at it, actually, you think you got a 22? I got a 21. 21. You think it looks like a bolt of lightning struck this. Huh. Like one hell of a bolt of lightning. Like Claudette's kill with the lightning storm that she did is like a pinky finger off of a baby compared to like Mike Tyson's punch. Like the 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 amperage that shattered this door must have been incredible. For as you look around the backside of it, you can see that the stone is completely sooted, even after all these mm. years. She's gonna try touching it again, but she's not expecting anything further after that cool. original. Okay, make me a uh, make me Christmas save. Mm. I'm gonna spend my inspiration. Make sure that, yeah. That was useless because they were the exact same, but that's okay. It's going to be a 16. 16, all right. Um, uh, What's your highest spell slot? Um, Highest expended spell slot. Three. Cool, you regenerate one. Whoa. Uh, You touch the door and will feel a bit of ethereal mist start to flow out of the crack in the door and into your palm. They are coming. She's going to look behind her because last time that happened, we were beset by a bunch of those other things. Ivy. As you look at the statue, you see that the figure there is, like I described before, androgynous, pale, but the skin is carved like starlight. A cloth is wrapped around the eyes, signifying the being's blindness. It holds a pair of tablets, one in each hand. The tablets themselves are shaped like this doorway. The clothing that it's wearing are long, flowing, beautifully carved robes that cling to the bony parts of the body, the hips, the shoulders. This this deity was not particularly well fed, not skeletal but somewhat emaciated. The face itself is beautiful as a stretch, but classical 
is probably the best way to describe it. Perfectly symmetrical. The nose, the lips, the barest tint of teeth. By traditional beauty standards, beautiful. But there's something strange and off-putting. As you glance around, you'll notice that the other door that had been removed looks like it was carved away by expert tools and magical means. And as you pace around the room looking for any other hidden, anything else that's hidden, you will notice something. It's bare, but only someone with your predilection for blood would have noticed it. In the grout, over by the removed black door, you will find a shadow lying amidst the stone. The stone of this room is very porous, and the grout, the mortar between them, is even more so. And where, where the door would have been, you will find a small puddle of blood. Well, a stain. I should say. Old. More just discoloration from the iron than anything. You could you could try to investigate it with an incredibly high DC with a, with uh I'll let you roll straight because of your potion. Sure. Okay, go ahead. I will give it a try. Okay, come on, you beautiful son of a bitch. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Ah, that's close, but I don't think that is gonna be a cigar. I don't have determination. I I don't have determination, so that's gonna be a 19. A 19? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't be sure. You think it's human. Pouring a couple of reagents near it. Giving it a good sniff and pouring a couple of things. Um, Actually, um, I said perception, didn't I? Is your arcana higher than your perception? Yes, by a lot. Then you could have actually tested it with some of the chemicals in in your kit. Oh, sweet. To see, because like basically you, if anyone would have the the fantasy equivalent of luminol it'd be you yeah that's true um so, so if i add my arcana instead that's gonna be a 24 perfect um because 20 23 was the dc to tell you for sure uh nice. it is human blood um using your reagents you can tell a couple of things about it uh it's a few decades old obviously um and yeah it is just plain old human blood looks like it was spilled and from the splatter pattern looks like it probably dribbled down not didn't just fall but uh kind of oozed down into its current crevasse okay so more more not like 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 a like a a gash from like a cut wound more like a determined no you think it was you think honestly this the splatter pattern that you're seeing here kind of makes you think it might have been an accidental cut okay that sprayed and then dripped down the door 
Yeah, but not like an attack. Like no, no, there, it's stab. not enough. It's 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 not splatter so much as it's a little bit of dripple pattern. Trips. Okay. And and a large puddle near it. Okay. But it's quite old, and you're damn. That was a good roll. Thank you. I rolled an eighteen on the die, so that was nice. Nice. All right. So what is everybody else doing? Um, it's been about 10 minutes to, to shift that and to investigate the door. Uh, Claudette, there is going to be a cacophonous noise as you summon Liaman's tiny hut. Yeah, and through this all, like she, this is a vocal somatic material spell. So she's been chanting this entire time too. So there's been this low background hum of chanting in probably Elvish. Fair enough. Um, Carbuncle is going to dig around in the drill pit um, that uh, got mashed up by Talfrin. Thang. What's that? Coins. What? Someone dropped their purse down here. Where did you see that? Down the hall. And sure enough, if you look down, oh. you will see that there's a small purse with a couple of coins hanging out of it, uh, down about ten feet down the hole. How big's the hole? Uh, the hole's about five feet. You think you might be able to reach it with one of your javelins? Oh, damn! Yeah, let's try to pry that out. Okay, go ahead and just make me a, a dex check to see if you can get it out. <laughs> let's try. Uh huh. Okay. Basically, you're trying to hook it and lift it. And if you fail, it slides off further down to the hole. Oh. Ta-da. Oh, <laughs> I got a nine. <laughs> you got a nine? Okay. Uh, you are going to start to lift it. You've got it. You've got it. It slips oh. and falls down further into the hole, falling down another 10 feet down the shaft. No. But... Does anyone have mage hand? I did my best. Mage hand. Mm-hmm. Aren't you mages? Well, not me. Don't me here. I'm, I'm, I'm more of an about... evocation mage. Does anyone have a fishing pole? No. no, I have some rope, but no fishing pole. No hook? No. I mean, how hard could it be to create very? Can you make a hook? I mean, probably, yeah. Uh, which, uh, Christine, uh, while you're, like, once once we've tipped over the, the thing upstairs, um, while you're chanting to create the hut, you'll probably look up and notice that the the bun is just kind of hovering like right near you, just super curiously watching what you're doing, like with his head head tilted <laughs> and his ears just kind of going like, wee, just observing. She's probably actually, she won't notice till she's finished because she's she basically has a little crystal bead or a little crystal sphere that she uses and mm. she's probably just like, just chanting away, looking down at her hand at the sphere, focusing on the material components. Um, after she look up and startle a little bit. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> and it'll it'll slowly hover. It'll slowly fly away. Mm. Do we rest now, or do we check out the rest of this place? I mean, I think Claudette just gave us a good place to rest. Yes. 
I mean, there are those Should spiders. Safe. It's a sphere. Down one way. Uh, we could we could encounter other creatures. I think a rest would be the logical option right now. That's probably a good idea. Allie, y'all look yeah. pretty hurt. Do. Uh, what, do I think that uh, casting Unseen Servant would be able to uh, get that down the hole? Unseen I don't. Servant. Uh, Unseen Servant. Invisible mindless shapeless forks that performs simple things at your command. Uh, springs of existence uh, can't attack. Has a strength of two. I mean, that's about yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, she's gonna pop that, I guess, uh, and it's gonna float down and retrieve that, uh, little bag of gold, or the little purse of coins. Alright, sounds good. Nice! And it's gonna, it's gonna drop it into, into various hands. Okay, uh, very. You are going to get a pouch uh, that is so it's uh, it's a coin it's a leather coin purse um, with a drawstring that also has a number of key rings attached to it. It looks like honestly it looks like a foreman's key set. Might have use later inside of this area. Um, probably fell down on one of the last days and just wasn't worth getting. Um, there isn't terribly many coins inside. You're going to find um, you're going to find eight gold coins uh, and nine silver, uh, a dozen copper coins, and one platinum coin, as well as a few gambling chits for um, one of the uh, well. Okay, one's a gambling chit, the other's a sex chit for one of the brothels in Hanborough. Basically, you can pre-buy these chits so that you don't have to, like, haggle. You just walk in and get whatever you want, or whoever you want that's available. Fair enough. It's useful. Um, is you there any kind of, like, identifying marks on the, on the, the purse? Uh, not particularly. It's pretty well made, actually. Okay. Um, she's yeah. going to tie it off to her to her belt, okay. and um, how many do we have? We have what five? Um, what's nine divided by five? Nine divided by five? Yeah. I mean, let's say one and a half. I mean, basically, give the card yeah, she, five. It's like two she, for she, everyone she, except one person gets one. Yeah, so she's gonna she's gonna toss a gold uh, a gold to everybody and uh, a gold and a silver to everybody. Be like, yeah, here we go. Thanks. Do you, do you give any to the cat? Uh, yeah, she'll she'll toss a she'll toss a gold to, to the cat as well. I mean, technically, so, I, technically, I found it, but all right, fine. But I got it. Yeah, she has a point. Someone hold this gold for me. I don't have hands. All right. I guess Talpin's right beside, so I'll scoop it up and... Buy me snacks later. Sure, you got it. Claudette is going to very carefully get up from where she's sitting. Still not feeling great. 
Oh, and Kelly, I would just like to clarify: it was human blood, not like halfling or. It's human elf. specifically. How human specifically? Cool. I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't me just accidentally like hearing human. The carbuncle will wander back over toward the center where you're all preparing to get into the um. All preparing to get into the dome. Yeah. So actually, so Cleta is inside of it because it springs into life around her. Mm -hmm. So to all of you, it's opaque until you get inside. Hmm. Don't like this place. Yeah, it's not my favorite either. No, it was odd <sighs> when we were fighting. There, it was just. It's as good as any for a rest, I guess. I'm gonna take like a breather. We won't be here long. Anyone have any ideas what sort of secrets we're supposed to be learning here? Why so many people have sent us here specifically? I mean that doorway. I guess that's now in the capital. But I mean, other than she'll this motion over at the one that seemed to be more radiant feeling than the other. I mean, that thing was destroyed somehow by something very powerful. Mm. As you all gather, do you take a rest? Are you inside of the tent just resting? Are you short resting or long resting? I think it's just short. Okay. I think we were at least doing we, a short. Yeah, I, I, I was hoping for, I was hoping for a long, but I'll take oh. a short either. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, so I go think ahead. we're not if, sure about what we're supposed to find here, even. If you uh, if you take a short rest, go ahead and roll your hit dice. Nice. Really, Ivy? You rolled that on your first one? Ugh. So you're having this conversation while you're inside of the tent? Inside I of think the... that was the idea, yeah. Yeah. I used four hit dice. I'm gonna use another. Looking around this area, you keep glancing as you talk from corner to corner, well, from curve to curve, seeing if maybe, maybe you're wrong. Maybe they are going to just come out at you at any moment. One of you just pointed out that the, the white door was hit with an incredible force. What else do you say? Didn't get a good look at the statue. Was there anything notable about it? Um, just that it was this very almost I, I would say slightly gaunt very thin very uh, gender neutral being and that had two tablets that were shaped like either of the doors. It was just a and beautifully carved, perfectly symmetrical. Hmm. Uh, and I did notice I found some 
human blood by the the other door in a pool decades old but mm. huh. no. well turns out that my dad worked on this it worked here so that's neat <laughs> a little bit that's yeah neat. i found his name in the maintenance log for that thing that talfin went <laughs> interesting it. yes there is something that bothers me though when i when i touched the door i heard a message that says they are coming but and the first time I heard that, it was right before we were attacked by those hound things. But I touched it again, and I got the same message. Hmm. Something so, else? What's coming? Maybe it means more long-term. As Wasn't you... there something... I can't remember, Telfin can't remember. Wasn't there something that, um... That the uh, old Eladrin lady was worried about? They were fleeing? I don't... They're going back to where they came from. Well, what does that have to do with Maybe us? Some good, good journeys. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Maybe that's what we're here to find out. I mean, before, like, what, a couple weeks ago, I wouldn't have thought that any of this would have had anything to do with me, but turns right. out, here we are. Here we are. Here we are in the midst of a conspir vast conspiracy involving, I mean, Claudette, I'm assuming your family, because, I mean, who you are. Apparently my family because I also found my mom's signature in the maintenance log for the telescope that was broken. And she wouldn't have, she, when she fixed telescopes, she fixed his telescope. She wouldn't have made a rookie mistake like that. And now my dad was working on, work, working a maintenance log down here. Oh, mate, oh, if, if anyone finds a log with, with his name, maybe we can actually figure out what's going on. Hmm. There, there's bound to be something down here to say what they did. Because, okay. I mean, for as far as I can see, it's, it's a magic siphon. Yes, but what sort of magic? Huh? That's what we need to find out. Well, they took the dark door. Yeah. And we know I mean, what they've been taking from everywhere else and what they've rejected. And I mean, the, the other one. The refinery in the, uh, in the entranceway Mm -hmm. Had a bunch of places to charge those uh, things that you put that you're putting in your in your swords. They left it because it was broken. You hear echoing, whispering directly in your ear. They left it because it was useless to them. Glancing this place up, is weird. Glancing up, there is a person standing in front of the statue. They are tall, but not too tall. Thin, very thin, wearing clinging robes and cloths that dangle from their eyes. They turn and look at you. At least you think they too, blindfolded as they are. Good. You've come. 
Now we may begin. And this is we're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so don't, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Woo! Woo! Hey everybody, it's Kelly here. I just wanted to let you know that if you like this podcast, you can support it directly on patreon.com slash dorktales. Doing so allows you to help the creator directly, but also gives you access to a bunch of additional features. For example, a once a month behind the scenes podcast. You also gain access to exclusive Patreon games like Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos and Technocracy Zero Sum, a whopping three months before the general public. That's a great deal. On top of that, as of January, you'll also have access to our new bi-weekly Dork Tales the Podcast, which is a D&D homebrew game that's actually recorded live in person for a change and stars myself, Christine, Robin, and Krista. Uh, it is a high fantasy game full of chaos and mayhem, and I think you're absolutely going to love it. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you will get it three months before it shows up on this podcast platform. To encourage you to consider joining the Patreon, here's a random 30-second clip from Dork Tales the Podcast for your listening pleasure. Oh, huh. porno. Is <laughs> <laughs> still a taste after all this time? <laughs> Unless the fish man was using it. Oh no! <laughs> Tastes fishy. Tastes <laughs> fishy. Now we're showing showing all this. <laughs> pretty great time. Dork Tales the Podcast is going to be releasing on our Patreon in January and should be in general release around March or April of next year. Hopefully you'll be able to join us early, but if not, be sure to tune in, leave comments and reviews, and we'll see you there. Thanks so much for your time. Have happy holidays. And now, back to the episode. Welcome back to the Reign of Emerys, here on Dork Tales. Standing in front of you, you see a smaller version of the statue. The flesh of this creature is to call it pale would be incorrect. Its flesh glitters like gemstone like starlight reflecting off of a still pond. And yet, as you look at it, as you look at them, you can also see the gaps between the light, where the void of darkness is infinitely expanding. Their hair is long and pale, ending just below the shoulders. They turn and address you with that perfectly symmetrical, even face. The tablets clear in their hands, but as they turn and gesture toward you, very much a hand talker, the tablets will remain in space, floating in front of them. For quick reference, if I had to say this person looked like anyone, it would be David Bowie Tilda Swinton. Alright, so this is clearly, pr like, this god, goddess, sort it, of... It is, yeah, like, literally, this is... That's a good representation uh, up there, but this is the real one. Claudette's gonna kind of, like, be 
like start standing during this, like respectfully sort of thing, and just do like a full on curtsy. They almost slew you, the hounds. Yeah, they hurt. You were not prepared. I'm not certain that you are prepared enough for what comes ahead. That mean? The hounds should not have been able to enter here. They violated the sanctum like the Empire had. So I tipped the scales in your favor. Have my gratitude. Thank you. But are you literally a god? Are you literally a halfling? Be polite. I just asked a question. I'm curious. It's rude. How is it rude? I've never seen a god before. This could be a once in a lifetime opportunity. You have 19 minutes and 32 seconds. Or what? To investigate the Eastern Hall. Eastern Hall. Oh. Do not open the vault door. Well, why not? Because it is full of things that will slow you down. And Why treasure. did you help? Mm-hmm. Why did I help you? Yeah. Yes. The Empire has abused my sanctum. They have taken from me. And they look over their shoulder or gesture with their chin, more like to the place where the black door once stood. And what what would you have us do in exchange for your aid? Nothing. Nothing. I would not have you do anything. I merely wish to balance the scales they abused my power I have balanced them once with a gift go now see what you can find what happens in 19 minutes I assume other things coming arrive okay who are you um Claudette will kind of just bob and thank you and start uh moving which pops the bubble of Lehman's tiny hut I am the fulcrum on which infinity balances I am the watcher of light and dark. (laughs) 
Your kind called me... Liss. And many names. Eighteen minutes. Okay, I guess let's go. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two seconds. And lead in Thank you for your aid. Does the voice sound like the one that whispered in my ear when I touched the door? What did it say when it whispered in your ear? Uh, they are coming. Uh, no. No, it didn't. That sounded hmm. like a different voice altogether. Hmm. Okay. That's just a thing to note. Um, and Leiden will, yeah, start heading out the door. Heading out towards the, uh, Heading down to the south, you make your way around all of the broken and destroyed bits of woodwork, the tipped over siphon, and further down. Are you all headed that way? Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm going to switch us to the map screen. Cool. Okay. Switching over now. Okay. Alright, and I'm gonna do something real quick. Can I get... Uh, who feels like helping me out real quick? What you need? Uh, I'm gonna deputize someone to drive the carbuncle around. Uh, he is controlled by all players now. Please drive him for me so that I don't have to do it. Oh, okay. Vroom, vroom. Okay, I'll try. I can barely manage with Talfrin, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Talfrin's a lot to handle. He is, True. actually. Yeah. Heading down to the south, you will find yourselves in the antechamber of this room. Two doors branch off now, open and swinging. One of them leads to the west and down into a flooded stairwell. The other leads down a stairwell into a pile of rubble. Do you continue? What do you do? Leading's heading, it, heading down. Didn't yeah. they say the eastern hallway? Yep. Yeah. This is east. Yeah, this yep. would be east. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. If you're looking up, if you're looking north, oh, yeah. east is yeah, your right. Yeah, I'm... I'm an idiot. Okay. I was like, the pilot is having a hard time with east? <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, as you approach, the hallway veers off to the right, and if you'd like to continue forward, there is a massive pile of debris where it looks like something rocked the walls and collapsed inward. You can make can it shovel through. shovel it? The side? Uh, you can't shovel it, you can squeeze through. Okay. Well, that's, if you want to take five minutes to, you can clear it. No, that's okay. People okay. Can uh, anyone who is size medium needs to make me a dexterity check to move through here. So can, can I just kind of, like, get through? Uh, yes, a small creature can move through, so you, the carbuncle, and Crux can move through. 
Nat 20. Okay. It's be uh, 18. Is this just a straight dex? It's a straight dex. Nine. <laughs> I rolled a five. Ivy's gonna get stuck. Yeah, I also this. got a nine. Can nice. I smash? You yes, you may try. Go ahead and make yes. me an attack roll. Actually, just oh, make, attack roll. Make me, roll? Your, yeah, just make me a strength, a strength check. Right. Not 20. <laughs> All right, so Talfrin is going to crash through, just <laughs> roaring and shattering some of the uh, the beams that are in the way. Uh, the wall will hold, and you'll be able to push your way through. Perfect. Stupid junk. Get out the way. Good job. Thanks. I was also not Looks well. stuck, too. Moving down, you will find yourself at a, in a long hallway. To the left, you will come to a junction. It leads out in front of you. To the left, an old rotten curtain separates you from what you can see through the patchwork of the cloth and the holes in it that moths have eaten is what you think is probably a latrine. Ahead of you, there is a statue at the end of the hallway and a door that veers off to the right five feet before, probably off to the left, five feet before. To the south, you see the corridor leads down a good, well, to the edge of your vision. But a large hole of about 15 feet marks the floor beneath you. So, you can go straight, left, or right. What would you like to do? I think wants to check that end of the corridor just to see those by the statue. Sounds good. So she'll yeah. head along and, and check that way just to at least eliminate it as an option. Zary's gonna go down by the big hole in the floor. Okay. Yeah, Claudette will help lead in. Sounds good, all right. So, uh, Vary splits the party, cool, cool, cool. Um, very heading down uh, by the giant hole in the floor you see that it looks like a place that has collapsed down into some subterranean caverns on the other side of it you are going to be able to make out um, with your light spell because I'm pretty sure that you always have that cast uh, it looks like there is a sealed vault door ahead of you, as well as a door to the right up ahead, and further down, it looks like some more doors. Hmm. Ivy and Talfrin, what are you doing? Ivy's uh, gonna just, like, peek her head behind the cloth, just to make sure it's a latrine. Um, as you do, you will see that there is, in fact, quite a bit of, um, of absolute just mess inside of there. You'll see that there are a pair of latrine, um, well, basically there are a pair of toilets directly in front of you, as well as a, what looks like a water filtration system, an old battered iron one off to the left, and a large bathtub that glimmers with, looks like it's full of oil. She's going to take an empty vial that she has in her bag and just take a little sample of it. 
Okay, roll me initiative. Fuck. Okay. Oh no, it's a mimic, isn't it? Shit. No, it's a black ooze. Oh, it's a black ooze. Oh. Oh, oil. I was thinking like olive oil, not black no. oil. I, well, I said it was black oil. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's my bad, guys. That's okay. Can All I right. roll initiative because I didn't really move? Uh, yeah. Perfect. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, brain brain fart. Okay, so... One that minute. probably happens just as Varys coming back up All the All right, hallway. everybody, make me an initiative roll, please. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, so... Well, that's a 14 for me. But I'm going to call a surprise round on Ivy. Uh, what is Ivy? A teeth one. Is she, though? Ah, when, when no one knows. Okay, let's see. So that's uh, going to be very and Claudette and Leodon and then it's Tau Friend. Oh, God, Ivy's last. <laughs> I deserve this. Okay. I deserve so, this. So, uh, as you lean over, you, you dip your vial into some of the ooze, and uh, uh, you are going to take any creature that touches. Um, Ivy's smarter than this. I, Robin's dumb. Ivy's smarter than this, but she deserves this. Uh, You're going to take eight points of acid damage, and the vial in your hand is going to dissolve into nothing. Uh, and with that... Uh, let's see, uh, boop, 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 uh, it is going to suddenly go and rear up and strike at you. Uh, that is a tw 17. Um, yeah, it would meet me anyway if I had my swords out, but I don't. Okay, so that is going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage as it rears up out of the water and slams into you for four. Uh, let's see, so that's... Uh, did I give you how much how much damage that was? No, you just said the eight from the okay. acid. Okay, you're gonna take six points of bludgeoning damage. Then you're gonna take. Uh, wow, I was actually pretty low. Uh, eight, uh, sixteen more points of acid damage. Um, are you wearing armor? Um, let me check my character sheet. I think she just has studded leather armor. Cool, your studded leather uh, is going to start to sizzle. It is permanently reduced by one. Uh, when it is reduced, when you take one more hit, it is destroyed. Okay, so that was 16 and I didn't catch the second number. Uh, did somebody else hear it? No. I think it was nine. I think it was nine. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't think it was nine. No. But uh, I'm sorry. But it was I'm just six and sixteen. Oh, there's uh, six for the first one, then sixteen, and then yeah. I didn't catch the next one because I was doing math. That was that oh. was it. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. It was six, sixteen acid damage, and plus okay. the eight from before. So. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, there is going to be. All right, everybody, wake up. Let's do this. 
Uh, there is going to be a this shutter. Is me being a dumb person, I can we focus? Can we focus on the game? Cool. Uh, all right, it's going to rear up and surge toward you, slamming into you and uh, burning away uh, part of your armor. So you are inside there. Whoop. There we go. And uh, is it on the right layer? Yeah, it is. All right, cool. Uh, it is going to slam into you, and that is going to be the first turn as you start to sizzle. Uh, new round, Very, you are first. All right, so I just saw that happening. Uh, what, did I see that happening beyond the curtain? Uh, if you glance in, the uh, the carbuncle stand there, it goes, stink. Eh. You- and, and she's going to, like, pull the curtain aside. Um, how far away is this? Uh, that is on your left past latrines about, I would say about 40 feet. Oh, so it's, it's actually a fair, fairly far in. All right. So Vary's going to rush inside, uh, see that happening and be like, oh, wow, that's shitty. And, um, and she's going to, uh, flew for skirt, pull her, uh, pull her pistol out off of her thigh holster and shoot it. So this is with the shooting star, her little magical okay. pistol. And um, she is going to get a 16. Does 16? that hit? Yeah, that absolutely will hit. Fantastic. Uh, yep, that. All right, so this is going to be, um, that's going to be 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Uh, points of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, magical piercing. All right, sounds good. Um, there is going to be an explosion as part of this creature out the back as you make a large hole in its center mass. You doing anything else? And, and then uh, with a bonus action, she's going to tell Crux to come up and uh, wing attack it. Uh, so he is going to make an attack on it as well. And he is going to get a 15 to hit. That's going to be a hit. Fantastic. All right. Let's do this. Three plus uh, proficiency bonus is three. So it's going to take an additional six points of force damage as, as, um, as Crux flies up and basically like air punches it. All right. Sounds good. Um, uh, Claudette, you can hear the sound of something happening behind you. And you just heard a gunshot go off. Um, okay, well, she'll be able to walk down to here to see what's happening. All right, uh, you are you glancing inside of the room. You can see that Ivy is being attacked by a ropey black mass of slime that has reared out of an ancient bathtub. What did you guys do? And, you- I mean, there's not really anything else I can do. I can't even get in line of sight. So That's fair. All right, Leiden, what's up? Um, I think, okay, we're going to move. Let's see. Ah, my eye. Okay, I can just get in. Can I even? Oh, the light angles is weird. It's like telling me I can't oh. actually see that based on my angle. 
Um, though I feel also, like I should be able to see the corner of it. Hello to the raid that's here. Thanks for coming to Art Hard. Because, like, here, let me... Um, oh, God damn it! I stopped saying my eye. So, I don't have line of sight on it if I'm like that, do I? Around the corner. You... Ugh. Uh, you do not, because the corner's going to block your vision. Yeah. In that case, uh, what can I see? I can see... You can see that there's, like, some toilets, so if you got to use the bathroom, there's some old, like... Yeah, that's not super helpful. Um... Uh, it depends on who you are and what you got to do at the moment. Mm. And how comfortable you are in front of everybody, right? I'm just going to hope that the carbuncle can do something useful, because, um... Leda's just gonna oh, yeah, I gotta roll for him. put a hand down on the carbuncle and cast Guidance. That's it. I'm just using a, ca a cantrip. Okay, that sounds great. Alright, yeah. so casting Blessing onto the carbuncle. The carbuncle will look up at you and go... I, yes, the okay. Guidance. Uh, Talfrin. Alright, um, hearing uh, the commotion behind the curtain, we're gonna go move up. Oh my, I cannot get in range. But what I can do is I can get up here. Oh, let me see. 30. Move up a little bit and throw a javelin at it. Sure, go ahead. Alright. Give it to me. Gets oh that is not gonna hit. That's gonna be a ten, I think, total. Uh ten is gonna be a hit. Oh actually oh okay, well it's actually a thirteen, but still alright, let's go. Let's rock. All right. It's not. Uh, it's, a, it's not particularly dexterous. I guess that's fair. <laughs> All right, that's just gonna be uh, nine points of piercing damage. So piercing damage. All right, yeah. piercing damage is great. Uh, boom. All right. Uh, Carbuncle is going to look into the room and go poop smell. Poop smell. Oh, actually, sorry. Can I make two attacks? Can I throw yes, two javelins? Nice. Okay, let's try it again. Sorry. I'm only used to hitting twice with my sword. Um, that's actually going to be a 24 to hit. A 24 to hit will be a hit. Yeah. And that's going to be oh, five piercing damage. Okay. <laughs> well, five piercing damage. You hurl your javelin. It's going to slam into it. Um, and uh, it is going to... It's still trying to wrestle with Ivy, kind of looking like a scene from Venom right now, just clinging off of her like black symbiotic ooze. Um... And uh, the carbuncle is going to run in fire a headbolt. This thing can't succeed a deck save if I give it advantage, so I'm not going to. Uh, so that's going to take ten points of damage. Uh, this thing is starting to look threadbare. Little bits of like, have you ever like played with like Nickelodeon slime ooze and how it stretches out and you start getting those like rended holes in the middle of it? It's starting to look like that as it's reaching for Ivy and it's going to try to grab her again. Well, it's going to try to hit her again. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. I can do it. I believe in myself. What's your armor class right now after the after your armor melted a little bit? I just updated at 15. I hit you! Ivy, I managed to do the thing! This is gonna be great. So, uh... So, Ivy, do me a favor. You're gonna take seven points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. And... Eight... 15, uh, 17 points of acid damage. So, 7 bludgeoning. And 17 acid. 17 acid. Okay. <sighs> this thing grabs you, wraps around you, and as it does, um, 
I'm sorry, I have to do this. It is going to completely dissolve your armor. Uh, dropping you basically into, like, the torn negligee of a B-movie heroine. Oh, God. So, Ivy... Oh God. Ivy is angry, covered in acid, and pretty much naked. Oh and my. down to 10 <laughs> HP after that short rest where she was oh. full. So, I will allow, because you deal with these type of things regularly, um... I will allow you to make a, um, make me a, an arcana or a nature check as, as your, uh, as your reaction to getting hit before you get hit. Or as um, you're going to get, I suppose. I will do arcana. Yeah. Oh, that's not great. That's going to be a 14. That's enough for this. This is a black pudding. Don't hit it with lightning. Don't slash it. That's how they sexually reproduce, or asexually reproduce, I suppose I should say. Well, I mean, it has a partner involved, I suppose. Unless they get hit by, like, the sky. Um, what is your spell for the day, by the way? As, uh... Oh, let me check my notes from last game. Um, four. Okay, what is four... Cure Wounds message and levitate. Well, Cure Wounds will be good on yeah, myself. Yeah, Cure Wounds will be useful. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be great, because I have no hit dice left until we long rest, too. So this is this is just just really smart, Ivy. We're really smart tonight. It's fine. Ivy's kind of... Ivy's stunned because she met a god. All right, so it's your turn, Ivy. What would you like to do? Can I disengage with this ooze? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can totally disengage with the zoos. It is not grappling you. Cool, because piercing and lightning are, are what the only things she can do. Those, those, so. are your, those are your favorites. Those are the only things. Well, I sorry, can... piercing? You, you you mean slashing, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, you absolutely can disengage. So, go ahead and pull yourself out of the ropey, uh, the ropey mass that is there. Cool. Um, and then... Uh, can I action cure wounds myself? Yes, you may. Okay, 1d8 plus 1, because my spellcasting mod is low, because I'm a tiefling. It's true. Alright, so calling upon your infernal heritage, you're going to flow the magic into you and heal how much? The 3. Okay, well... We're up to 13 points, folks. <laughs> That's good. It's good. All right. Uh, anything else you're doing or is that it? That's are you, it. Where are you moving? So go ahead and move yourself as far away as you can, probably. Uh, yeah. Very. We're back top of the initiative with you. All right. Well, um, this thing is still up, so she's going to lose another round at it. Okay. Uh, with her pistol. And she... I'm going to use my lucky to re-roll that because I'm a halfling because I got a nat one. Uh, Halflings are and... broke. And halflings are broke. Uh, so thank you, Lucky, for me not shooting Ivy or whatever. Uh, and that's way better. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, and that is going to be... Uh, that is going to be 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 magical piercing damage. Magical piercing? Cool. cool and cool, cool. she's going to do the same thing as last time. Bonus action. Uh, Crux is going to... Uh, 
force punch it. Sounds good. Uh, with a uh, 21 to hit. That is going to be a hit. And that is going to be a four, five, six, uh, seven force damage. Cool. So that is, uh, that's using the magical force punch, right? The Yeah, the magical force air punch. All right. Sounds good. And that was how much again? Remind me. Uh, uh, that was four? Uh, four, five, six, uh, seven force damage. Okay, seven. Yep. Thought I misheard it for a second. All right, cool. Uh, that is going to slam into it. It's going to like paste it against the wall. It's going to start moving toward you again. Claudette, it is your turn. What's going on? Um. Okay, well, I think I will move in so I can at least see everything. And I think I'll cast Chill Touch. All right, I think go that's ahead. a range spell attack. Yes. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 is going to be a definite hit. Okay. Uh, uh, six points of damage. How much? Six. Six. Okay. Uh, Leiden, it's your turn as Chill Touch reaches out and claws across this thing. Um, mm. You are going to see that this ooze is rising up and kind of so has, it, has it moved? It has not moved. It looks like it's oh, trying okay. to. But so I still can't see it, it until I move. All right. It's so true. yeah, she'll, she'll step into the room and take a look at this thing. And, oh, that thing looks awful. Um, I'm gonna... Hmm, I would like to... Sp- Hold a dead on this thing. Oh, yes, that is a good one. Go ahead, give it to me. Yeah, that'll be... Because it's it's taken damage, I'm fairly certain. Um, it needs to succeed a wisdom save. <laughs> I believe in the wisdom of the ooze. I got a nat 20! Oh, fuck that! Okay, the, well, this, this is, is nothing. This is the wisest ooze in the world. Oh, oh my god! god. You see, as, it, as you you hear <laughs> dong dong, and like the ooze looks at you, and you see it kind of stroke its imaginary beard for a moment. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well. Oh my god. I'm, that's I'm that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so that. dumb. That that's was, that's beautiful. Eden just like puts her hand up, ready to send like to summon this necrotic energy down on it and just nothing happens and she just looks at her hands and goes fuck it I'm out and walks out of the room (laughs) you guys have this covered that is so good that is so good Um, Talfrin, Talfrin it's your turn I mean throwing javelins at it wasn't a bad idea we're gonna continue hurling javelins just like keep throwing sticks at it just throw throw shit at it right? right? All right, let's go. Oh gosh, uh, 20 to hit and uh, 21 to hit. That is definitely some hits. Ooh, nice. Um, there they are. Woo. Uh, so all together, it's gonna be 15 damage, piercing. 15 damage? Yes, piercing damage. Okay. Uh... I am going to spend my Hurt the More to attempt one last-ditch attack. I'm going to do a sweep attack. I need the Carbuncle, Talfrin, and the Robit to make me deck saves. Right on. Okay, coming up. Carbuncle, Carbuncle succeeds. I'm actually not that bad. And 
the Bunbot gets uh, a 17. 17, that's fine. Okay, and Talfrin. 15. 15 is fine. It was a 13. All right, so with one last... The ooze is going to lash out, whip its tendrils across the room in a desperate attempt to absorb anything back into its mass. Uh, it is going to be the um, Talfrin you're going to just dodge under. The rabbit's going to fly up, and the carbuncle is going to sink low beneath it. And it dies, and you'll hear... As it drains down the drain. <laughs> ah, well... That was certainly fun. Shall we go back to what we were doing? Ivy's yeah. just holding her, like, covering herself, and she's just steaming. <laughs> um, Very is going to reach and up. And Very hurt. And touch, mm-hmm. uh, uh, touch Ivy's, what's left of Ivy's armor. They and are just destroyed. They're just, okay. Destroyed. Uh, like, there is no, 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 no mending. So she is going to reach up and touch her and does she have any clothes on? Uh, what, what does Ivy wear besides the corset and... Oh, Robin, did you want to take your corset off? <laughs> you were talking earlier that it... <laughs> um, does Ivy wear, like, any, like, underclothes under her Probably. Armor? I'm assuming she'd be wearing, like, some fr- sort of underclothes It's a Garfield under I Hate armor. Mondays t-shirt. Um, I so hate Tuesdays. <laughs> right? Yeah, Very's gonna reach up and uh, and cast mending on your clothes so you are at least clothed. Thank you. Uh, because <laughs> that's a cantrip, and so it's easy for her to do. Yeah. You're like, oh well. I mean, so it's something at least. Leda's gonna pull one of some of like it's not armor, but it is clothing. She has a change of clothes in her bag that she will just hand to Ivy. They're actually pretty nice, but, uh, I... Next time we stop, we'll get you some new armor. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to pull my javelins out from the ooze. No, you won't. Switch them off. All right. uh, They are going to to just completely disintegrate. Rats. Fine. Toss the stick to the ground. Is there anything in there that would have survived this thing? <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, I'm looking real quick to see. Oh, actually. Uh, you are going to, f- uh, as you are looking around, there is something in the drain that hasn't managed to siphon down the hole. Hey. Uh, Let me take a closer l- look. You will find a small rock that glitters magically. Oh. Uh, it right. has an industrial press symbol on it. They call um, the symbol of a, a big ornate G for Greybeard. Uh, it's a Greybeard cleansing stone. Cool. Basically, Calvin and Caitlin don't know what this means. Uh, Greybeard's cleansing stone is a proprietary <laughs> product that, when rubbed on anything grimy, mm. will clean it with prestidigitation. Mm. It is a very basic magic item. Hindi, that though. is basically perma soap. Nice. You'll like pocket that. Save that for later. All right. Well, <laughs> where to next? Um, 
Were you checking out the end of the hallway? Um, did Ivy get any healing yet? Uh, no. Ivy healed herself for eight points of damage. Okay. Three. But still probably... Oh, sorry. You're at 13 now. So I was <gasps> thinking that. I think I was thinking I thought you were at the five for some reason. Um, Leiden's, since I got that third level spell replenished, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at a third level spell. But... Thank you. I feel so, 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 so stupid though right now. <laughs> I don't deserve the heal, but thank you. <laughs> Um, so that's gonna be, ooh, that's, plus six plus seven is, I can't mental math anymore tonight. That's fair. That's gonna be 26 he, uh, points back. Thank you so much. <sighs> All right, well. The end, right, um, let's... down, down there past the big hole, it looks like that's where the vault is. Um, but okay. there's also a bunch more doors down that direction as well. So, uh, do we want to maybe just check out that door at the end of the hall, see if that's what we need, and then maybe try and head head down that way? That sounds good. Claudette, you're already down at the door right now. Do you open it? Sure. With a crack. She'll door. kind of like do it carefully and try and peek in. The door opens with a groan of age, revealing a workshop. An old furnace sits to the right, fueled by what you imagine is probably magical energy, or at least it was at one point. An old canister fuel cell for, for magical equipment sits in the corner of the left, the south, um, pardon me, the southwest wall. The room is quite long, about about 80 feet deep and about 20, no, 30 feet wide. There are a pair of desks on the left that look like workstations, the type that you've seen in Imperial Wizardry. An old ratty red carpet sits in the center of the floor. Directly ahead of it looks like a workstation less than a place to study, more for a place for practical application of spell work. At the back, behind a pair of mostly dilapidated, collapsed divider screens, you can see a pair of beds and a small barren bookcase. So you're in here first, what do you do? Um, well, I guess I will have a quick look at these magic workstations sounds good uh do you want to make me an insight roll yes um 21 21 uh as you go by you are going to notice there is a bit of um a, the carpet in front of you dips down in a few places as if the floor underneath is uneven or I will carefully try and grab the corner of it and whisk it away. Uh, you will reveal a summoning circle that has been etched into the ground. Ooh. What does it look like it might be? Uh, you can make me an arcana roll. Just try to figure out what it is. Uh, 26. It is an all-purpose 
summoning circle. However, the markings that are on it seem to indicate that this is a, a circle specifically designed for calling out creatures uh, that are dormant. Basically rousing sleeping creatures or um, calling out uh, existing uh, dormant things from spirits to celestials to to abyssals uh, this is basically what would be used to call out creatures of um, of an area and bind them so that they could not um, basically do anything okay um, and what'd you get on that roll it was a 26 each one of these circles are incredibly potent because they are sealed. When you're summoning creatures from beyond human comprehension, it really pays if you know their names. However, there is a gambit involved in this type of procedure. For there is always an exchange. There is always a risk when you summon blindly. So, if you do not know a creature's name when you summon it, so long as a true name is bound into it, or a part of a true name, you can enforce the, the laws of magic sympathy by inscribing them into your circle. You are going to notice that there are two marks burned into this sigil that you will recognize as one belonging uh, as part of the command seal name that your uncle Lord Maravik uses. In all of his magics he tends to use this one portion of his name. And opposite it, balancing the equation, is a second portion that you've seen in your father's work. This is one of their circles. Now, the rest of you are headed in as well. Yeah, Vary is probably going to be second in. Okay. Um, and close behind. seeing the desks, uh, can I make an investigation roll on them, Kelly? Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Um, that's going to be a, a nine. So that's 29 minus. So 27 investigation. Okay. Um, she's fairly quickly going through this stuff, looking for like references to her family, uh, or like uh, something that maybe her father did. Um, but if she sees something like overtly interesting, she's just going to pocket it for look to look at later on. Okay. Uh, scouring the desks, you are going to find, uh, you got a 27. Damn. 27. Okay, you will find that one of the desks has a drawer in it that is stuffed with uh, damn, good job. Uh, a full six-pack of beads of nourishment. Basically MRE rations for the Amrisian army. army. Um, you pop one of these pills and it feeds you for a day. They basically come in like Hubba Bubba-sized packages. Uh, you're going to find one of those in the first one. Uh, you also are going to find... Uh, one sec while I roll to see what is random on this one. Uh, you are going to find uh, a puzzle cube. 
sitting on the desk. Solved. Uh, looking, okay. through, looking through, as far as other papers and things like that, uh, you will see that there it's mostly been abandoned. Uh, okay. But you will find... Um, you will find one memo uh, that has fallen behind the desk. Uh, looking at it, it is a quick, uh, a quick note of. Um, <clears throat> it's a quick note from someone who signs their name as uh, Doctor Volturis, and says. <clears throat> um, basically, that. Um, it's a prescription, um, and uh, it says, Lord Maravik, in case you forget or are otherwise distracted, apply the solve to the cut a few times a day. I would recommend three times to prevent infection. I would also encourage you wear gloves in the future when handling ancient artifacts. But perhaps I... But I'm sure you know best. Awesome. Um, anything else that could remotely be of value or interest? Um, like any random papers or anything? Not at the first desk. Okay. But if you're still scouring around, what's everybody else doing as they're entering the room? So... Leden's seeing the first thing we see is this magic circle. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's a bunch of desks. So Leden's probably going to come up and probably step around the circle and also analyze it a little bit. Sure. But um, she's more focused on the desks further in the room. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. So. Stepping across. Um, are you stepping across the circle or around the circle? She's not on the circle. No, okay. she's stepping that, carefully that... around the circle. I said that specifically. You did. You did. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. Okay. Um, checking the desk, you can see that... Oh, pardon me. Checking the, the work table, it looks like this is, was abandoned quickly, actually. Hmm. There are a lot of inexpensive components there. Bat guano and and various, like, solves and powders. Right. Salt, crystals. All in all, what's on the desk can't be worth more than 50 gold pieces. But it's inconvenient, and, and it's kind of ill-advised to leave this kind of thing behind, even mm -hmm. if you're in a hurry. So, it just strikes you as kind of strange. Hmm. Can you make me a uh, an investigation draw? Totally. This dice likes me tonight for some reason because that is another nat 20 and that's going to be 24 total. Okay. I'm never getting this luck again in my life. Um Okay, damn. Uh Someone playing with paper right now? Oh, sorry. I was just writing down okay. a name. Well, I just kept hearing flipping. Uh, so looking there, you are going to find, uh, just laying amongst the amongst the things on the table, a simple 
brass key. It has a question mark at the top of its handle. Pick it up and look at it. It, yeah, there's a key. It look. It has the most basic looking rungs that you've ever seen. Hmm. It looks like it could fit in just about any lock. Hmm. Well, she'll pocket it for now and see if it's useful in any future keyholes. Okay. Uh, write down mystery key, please. All right. With that, what's uh, what are Ivy and Talfrin doing? Ah, uh, Talfrin was gonna go to the end of the room, stepping around the circle. Well, Talfrin, can see what this thing is. Yeah, he, he can see he can see what's going on around him. So, Talfrin, you'll see a pair of beds at the end of the room, each sized for a human a human sized occupant. They look like they were fairly well used back in the day, but now they're a complete mess. There is a bookshelf at the back of the room that actually still has a couple of books on it. Uh, old treatises, works on magic, uh, a couple of torrid romance-style st stories of heroics. Okay. In fact, there's one that you think you've read, to be honest. Oh, well, it wasn't that good. What's she doing yeah, here? Yeah, it really wasn't. The protagonist on the real. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the the last chapter was really out to lunch. It was great mm. when they were like traveling around in the icy depths, and then once they actually, there's something about a fallen city. It just kind of all went downhill then. Yeah, I didn't have to add it. It made it super weird. Right, and it came out of nowhere. There was no foreshadowing. Right. Anyway, the sequel was better. Um, <laughs> so you toss that to the ground, uh, and yeah. as you do. Um, you will find that there is another book on the shelf that looks like it is... Uh, make me an investigation roll, actually, to flip through Ooh, some stuff. Oh, I can sure try. Nope. Um, six? Nope, not even. Three. <laughs> okay. Uh, looking around on the shelf, you are going to find on the bookshelf... Uh, you're going to find two silver coins. Cool. They're dusty as hell and grimy and very, very, um, what's the term I'm thinking of? Tarnished. Oh, uh, yeah. is this rock one use? No. Shiny. Yeah, that'll polish the silver. Yeah, it polishes nice. the silver. <laughs> right, puts them both into them. Puts, puts all three in Shiny. his pocket. Yes. Your pants are very clean now. Yeah, nice. Score. Look at that. There's some books over here. I think nice. at that, Ivy will probably wander up to the books to see what Talfred's talking about. All right. So, looking, uh, you make me an investigation roll, please. Oh, we short rested. Never mind. Um, I will just, I will re-roll that. That sucks because one of them was a nat twenty. But I have once something good happens, you can take the nat twenty. It's fine, I got a 19 for the next one, so that's a dirty, uh, that's a 22. You traded me a clean 20 for a dirty 20. Good job. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so going and flipping around next to Talfrin, uh, you are going to, you're going to look around at some of the books. They're all very pedestrian for a lab like this. In fact, on the shelf, you actually see a book called 
basic demon keeping. Demon it, keeping for dummies. It's basically a demon <laughs> keeping for dummies. It's like it's, it's summoning circles in you. <laughs> she'll uh, she'll go pick that one out because that's weird that it's there. Um, it's lighter than it should be. It's about the size of like a dictionary. And it weighs about the about as much as a paperback. She'll open it. Uh, it is hollow, and when you open it, you will see that there is a small, pocket-sized journal. Ooh. She'll take out the journal. Whose journal is it? Uh, it has a very ornate symbol stamped into the front of a bee. A shield. Embossed in the front, that you'll recognize is the same symbol as Claudette's. Ooh. She's gonna take a little read first before she hands it over to Claudette. She's gonna just quickly thumb through it to see who it is, <laughs> who's uh, it is. It is. Uh, it is the personal diary of uh, of her father. not looking forward to being here this is ridiculous I have I have a life at home a pregnant wife and could be having a lot more fun anywhere else this is ridiculous at least I only have to be here in sprints and th thankfully I'm not alone I'm for our work with the pirates in quotation marks for our great work with the pirates uh, I have been allowed to be here with Virgil it's for the best but god I'm bored I feel like we're doing a salvage operation at the end of this the original Overseers have completely abandoned everything, and it's just us. Oh well. Three months, then we'll be back in six. Let's hope those other idiots manage to finish up the job while we're away. Thankfully, one of the foremen in charge is a pretty smart one. Dr. Galvo Volturus? Kind of a weirdo, but he knows his stuff. Later on, there's some complaints. We'd be getting a lot farther if, this, if the equipment didn't keep breaking. It's like this place doesn't want us to be here, and it probably doesn't. Yes. Question: Does Ivy know? Does Ivy know the doctor's full first name? Uh, you know that it starts with a G. Okay. Interesting. 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 Sorry. Continue. I was just I just want to make sure that Ivy would would recognize that, that Dr. Volters is actually him, the one that she knows. The journal skips ahead to the future. Well, once again, we are victims of our own success. We finally managed to breach into the main chamber. The drilling is now secondary. Now we're relic hunting. We managed to find a couple of ancient artifacts, relics, I'm not sure how to define them. A pair of doors. One of them's broken. Probably not usable. Has no magic signature that we can see. The other one, though, is pristine. 
The Virgil's not doing well. I could be doing better myself, but his circumstance is far darker. Well, I would love to be home with the new baby. I'm sure that Claudette's doing fine. I... At least when this is over, I'll be able to go home. To a family. We were excited. We were going to have girls at the same time. And then the plague. Well... Both Lucia... That was the girl's name. Both Lucia and Marcia succumbed. The worst part is that it happened the week that we breached the barrier. We were not allowed to return home. Virgil's walled himself off for a few days. I've tried to give him space. I've been spending time with some of the halflings playing cards. They seem nice folks. They always are. I hope that his son's okay. I can't imagine what it would be like to, if I went home. If Maxine and... I don't even want to think about it. The rest of you, um, the journal is not done, but the rest of you are going to see that Ivy is flipping through something. Uh, Claudette, you're going to easily see that it has your family symbol on it. I was going to say, after, like, uh, I seeing that as more personal, she was probably skimming for more notes about Dr. Volturis, but when it starts going into family, she'll probably hand it over to Claudette, being like, this, this is not mine, this is your, like, this is, I found this kind of thing. Thank you. Well, kind of look at it, it's like, right. Your father knew my doctor. I mean, if your doctor's one of the Imperial scientists, that's not surprising. Yes, I just, I didn't expect to see his... We should try and gather the papers and go through them later. We have very little time. Yes. Very is going to rummage the second desk. Okay, go ahead. Make me another investigation roll, please. Uh, that is going to be uh, a 19. A 19, okay. Yeah, she she has very good investigation. Okay, you are going to find inside of that one, uh, you are going to find a... Actually, uh, you're going to find a charge. Uh, like a weapon charge. Oh, nice. Um, what color is it? I am checking that right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Because it is... Roll me a d8. 
One. Uh, it is an acid charge. It's uh, cool. swirling dark green. Awesome. Anything else in that desk? or that uh, In that desk, a bunch of finger bones. Ugh. Of all different types of people, some of those are dwarf. She's just gonna close the drawer. <laughs> all right. Is anybody else looking through? Uh, do you say you're putting away the journal? Uh, Claudette's just gonna put it, pop it into her bag. Okay. Satchel's her thing. All well, right. We have less than 19 minutes in which uh, you to have keep less going. than five minutes now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're moving. Yeah. So she's like, we don't have time to read shit. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So she's going to try and make sure she grabs any papers to have any notes or whatever might be important. And Leighton will let them know that she picked up a key that might be useful. Nice. All right. All right. Well, I guess back down that hall with the hole in it. Yes. Four minutes and 30 seconds. We're going to die. Okay. Uh, oh. Anybody who has a strength of higher than 15 can leap this thing without a problem. Oh, yeah. I do not have that. Go straight over. Um, could my bunny carry me over? Uh, what is its strength? Uh, not very good. Um, it's four. Uh, no. No, it cannot. You could carry it over. Uh, could I acrobatics over? You can try. Alright, um, cool. Uh, that's gonna be an 18 for acrobatics. 18? Okay. So, yes. you are gonna be able to tumble and roll over. And, um, as you can do, a couple I... of rats are going to scurry away. Can someone... Yeah, can I reach my long arms out and try to help people, like... Yep, you can give like them grab... advantage if they have to roll. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm going to have to, because I have yeah. exactly 15 strength. Let's go. So. I got 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah, same. So you can so, all roll with advantage. So what was the roll, sorry? Was it acrobatics? Acrobatics, yeah. Okay. The 19 for Leiden. 15 for Ivy. All right, 15 for Ivy. All right, so all of you will be able to cross. Yeah, 15. Uh, Carbuncle is going to keep going... Four minutes, three minutes and 59, three minutes and 58, three minutes and 57. I am not jumping over this. Here, I'll then catch just, you. Just, just stay and count out loud, I guess. I'll stay and count. Three minutes <laughs> and 48. Come on. Get yourself, let's go. All right. Where to your to your right, you will see that uh, there is a doorway uh, to the left, a vault door that is sealed into the wall. Whoops. All right. Can you check that room? I'll check the next one, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess let's, let's just have uh, check him real quick. Claudette's going to kind of flip to the end of the journal to see if there's anything in it. Now that she can kind of flip. Now that we're into okay. the next area and can kind right. of walk and read. It sounds good. As you flip to to uh, the last the last two entries, there was some commotion last night. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Apparently, apparently Virgil hurt himself during the excavation, trying to get 
trying to break the seal on that on the dark door. Apparently he was successful, though. He left in a hurry. They were able to excavate it completely this morning. Whatever he did must have popped it. Yeah, good for him. He deserves a chance to go. From our brief conversation, I told him that he could present it to the Capitol. I don't need it, and he needs a win right now. Strangest thing, though. I think I'm just not getting enough sleep. I swear... I swear I heard a baby crying. In the middle of the night. I confronted the doctor about it, is the last entry. He was acting smug like he knew something. Something happened with the door. He won't say much more than that. Something... I'm not sure. I'm one of the last to stick around. I'm going to make sure the place is contained and drained and is safe to be locked down. Besides, what's the worst that could happen? Me, all alone here, practically by myself except for a few halflings. I'm probably going to die, aren't I? This is how all the stories end. Well, if you find this, and there's no final entry, I'm dead. Cheers. There is no final entry. That is the final entry in this book. Your father is apparently dead, or... Just forgot it. All right. Heading into this room, you will find uh, off to the side, Ivy and Very, that there is a large black spinning globe on one side of the room. Uh, investigation? Sure. Uh, 18. 18? Uh, it is a large spinning globe. It shows images of the earth, the ground, well, not the earth, of Elos. The ground shivers, and little needle points of energy rise up, simulating the world's surface, like magnetic liquid. That's interesting, but it's too big to carry. Um, Two minutes! Uh, is there is there anything else in here, or is that it? Um, uh, what'd you get on your roll? 18. 18? Uh, Ivy, you can make me a roll. Sure. Nope, that's gonna be an 11. 
An 11? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so not particularly. There are a bunch of rats in here. And in fact, you're hearing more and more squeaking rats. More and more of them. In fact, through the cracks in the wall, you're starting to hear... 5, 10, 20... Ivy, you want to just get out of here and close the door? Yeah. 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 Down to the south, Tal- <laughs> Talfrin and uh, Leiden. There's yeah. a door off to your left and another passageway down to the right. Leiden's pushing open the door and taking a quick look around, but she's not. Okay. Like, she it, just wants to look and go. It looks like it was Talfrin a dorm. Back her up. It was, looks like it was a dormitory at one point with seven beds spread throughout. Uh, there's a footlocker near one of them. She'll check if it's open. All right. Uh, one sec. Cool. Uh, as you lean down and check, you're going to see that there is a crack in the wall, on the on the eastern wall. And a bunch of vines are growing through it. Uh, checking yeah. checking the, uh, the chest, it is in fact locked. Okay. It, is, it is a full, um, like, quite a large chest. We don't have time for that. She'll leave it and hit, look at the wall. I mean, and... you have a key. That's true. I'll try it out with this mysterious key. All right, one sec. All right, can you roll me percentiles? I sure can. One second. That's an 85. An 85? Uh, one sec. Pretty sure it's only. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you stick it in. It's not sized, right? Well, tried that, and then she'll mm. pull it out and. All right, Talfrin, you see that uh, she's trying to get this this chest open. I'm not. I must. Don't try to smack it once. See sure. if I can just you can break make, it. Make me a make me a, an attack roll if you're trying to do damage. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and Leiden will stand mm. back and, like, step back out into the hallway. Dirty That's 20? all that she's interested in. Dirty 20. All right. You yeah. are going to bring your sword down, cracking the side of it. Uh, and Smack. as you do, you are going to be able to pull it open. Uh, inside, you are going to find... Um, you are going to find a suit of... Um, a suit of worker's clothing. Basically, like a full change of clothing for uh, for a human-sized person, as well as um, a steel vial hmm. full of some type of oil. Hmm. See if Ivy can figure this out later. Stick in my pocket. Okay. All right. One minute. Let's close the door behind her, and right, we'll start go. heading down to the other door. The very last the other area. Passage. Very yeah. Last. Okay. Passage. We're one minute. That means in getting back to you, idiots. All right. Uh, looking at this way, you see what appears to be a a pillory room. Tons of holes in it. Things that have been burrowed in, as well as a bunch of crates on the northern wall. And laying on a stack of wood in the middle of the room is a large golden ball. A large golden ball like mm-hmm. how how big like uh, about the size of a grapefruit looks like it's made okay. of solid gold the hell like a ball. have i seen anything like this before any idea it i don't know, looks expensive looks like a golden ball i guys 
Leiden's gonna like look at this. If there's nothing else that stands out in this room, she's turning and heading back. Yeah. She's not taking that countdown for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Is so that's kind of shifting by the hole, like really. Is is there anything else in, in a quick uh once over of this room, there is uh there are some crates at the top corner that you'd have to spend some time cracking open. Okay. That's that's basically it. That and a giant hole to the to the southwest corner. Okay, cool. All right, let's go back then. Very, what are you doing? Uh, Very was uh gonna do a quick lap of the room. Mm-hmm. Um and then if she didn't see anything, she was gonna head back. Um if nobody else is going to grab the ball, she's going to. Okay. Uh, roll initiative, uh, please. Oh, God. Uh, very. Oh you're going to take 60 points of damage. Holy shit. Uh, okay. That, uh, the uh, the that ball's going to drop. Cool. Uh, actually, one sec. 60. Let me make sure I have the right total here. Boop, 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 boop. Because that... Uh, as you grab the ball, uh, necrotic energy is going to uh, lash out of it, and it is going to be. Pardon me. Uh, is oh, it's in the damn book. One sec. That's why I didn't have those stats written down because it's in the book. Okay. Uh, boop boop. Uh, one twenty. I said 60 because it felt right, but let's see. That is going to automatically... Oh, pardon me. I was reading the wrong thing. So, anything that touches the sphere? Uh, okay. Uh, make me a deck save with disadvantage. 14. 14. Okay. All right, cool. So, you are only going... Oh, no, actually, never mind. Crap, you touched it. So, it's a save if you are not touching it. Uh, so, you oh. are going to take... Uh, you're going to take 35 force damage is what's going oh, to happen. Okay. Uh, as you touch it, it's going to uh, send a pulse of energy directly into you. And when it comes in contact with a... Oh, that's it. It comes in contact with a plane. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so you touch it, and it's going to send an uh, a wave of energy directly through it. Okay, uh, she's going to say, screw that, and just run away from it. Okay. Uh, towards the rest of the group. Okay, uh, you try to drop it. Now you can make me that deck save, because it's going to try to fling itself at you. Okay. Oh. Um, I'm gonna use my inspiration on this. All right. Uh, and that is a 19 for Dex. All right. Uh, oh, hold on one sec. I'm just rereading. And this. the rabbit's going to yeet off down the hall. <laughs> Cause he's like, I don't want any of this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Also, were you wearing gloves? Uh, yes. She. Does. You are not anymore. Your gloves are obliterated. Ah! Uh, it is going to fly toward you and is going to miss you and is going to punch into the wall like the wall is made of paper. The wall is going to start to dissolve around it. Ah! Uh, Very's going to start down the hall and be like, run! All right, can I get a... Uh, you are going to hear Very yell, run, as Carbuncle goes, 10 seconds! What's everyone else doing? Ivy, Claudette? Uh, Spawning. Oh, 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 oh. Let's go! All right. Can, yeah. Right. Uh, like, can I... Stop looking around if there's nothing obviously important. 
Can I get some athletics checks for people trying to run Ooh. out of here? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. All right. Twenty-one. Perfect. All right, you can easily jump that. Carbuncle's going to move. Uh, as you are running, you're going to hear the vault door start to scratch and roll open. The door on the southernmost, pardon me, the southernmost door is going to bust open and vines are going to start permeating the hallway. Uh, can oh I get a God. deck save off anyone who is running past them? That is very, uh, that is including Crux because they're in the air as well. And uh, Talfrin and Leiden. Okay. So I'm spending my de my Ooh. determination so that it's a 15 for my athletics check. Hopefully that's sufficient. All right. Very got a, a 16 for dex, and okay. Crux got a 21 for dex. All right. Sounds good. 18. 18? Okay. Yeah. You are going to make it past them. Okay. Rushing up the hallway, you'll make it another 30 feet, 60, well, 50 feet with, with uh, the halfling. Uh, and, uh, Leiden, I am going to, actually, Very still going to be the one at the back. So, Very, make me another deck save. Uh, that's going to be 17. All right. The sphere continues to fly at you. Okay. Uh, all right. So, who is, I need an acrobatics check for the hole. Sorry, I'm trying to move. Ooh, that's really good. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay, you're going to leap across and... Uh, you said acrobatics, right? I said acrobatics can work, yeah. That's going to be an 8. Okay, Leiden, you Oops. are going to leap across and start to fall down the hole. Talfrin, you leapt first, though, and said you were going to try to help people back. Was that the same oh, this time? Oh, there I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I will let you go ahead and do a dex check to try to help Leiden. Okay since you're in a hurry, but what I'm going to need is both of you to make a deck save after this. Okay. Uh, Sorry, both of us need to make a save? Both of you need to make a save after this. For dex okay, so you're going to be able to catch Leiden as she starts to fall down the hole into the caverns beneath okay. and uh, are going to manage to catch and pull her back up, but at that point the sphere mm. is going to target you both and fly at you. Uh, Can I take a shot at it? Dex save uh, is 21. Are you, are you... 30, 20. Are you stopping yeah. running? Oh, God, you're right. Um, does, w would she have noticed uh, Leiden, like, kind of oh, slip? Yeah. It happened in uh, less than a second, so probably not. Probably not. Probably not. So she's just going to eat around the, around the corner then. Okay, both of you make me that deck save. What'd you get? Oh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? Was it 21? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, it is going to fling at you and make an attack roll. Cool. Uh, it is going to surge at you and actually like clamber down the hole and start bouncing around beneath the temple. Uh, as it does, you're going to hear <laughs> the temple's going to start shaking as this sphere of annihilation starts removing the foundational structure from the temple. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Can I get um? Can I get a deck save? Uh, pardon me. A, yeah, a deck save off of everyone who's running down the hallway. Oh, I don't like decks. Uh, I'm gonna add my determination to bump that to a seventeen. Okay. Sixteen. Yeah, same. I'm gonna use my determination to go to a seventeen. Five. Five. Okay. So, um, would I have? I'd have to stop running to cast a quick cure wounds on myself, wouldn't I? Yep. Oh fuck. 
Okay, so who has inspiration still? Or determination? Uh, I do. I, I don't think used... I used my last one because I've gotten two over this session. Okay. Sounds Started with good. one and I used All two. Right. So. Uh, so running down the hallway, uh, Leiden, you are going to take a step forward and trip as the ground begins to shake and this tunnel begins to fall into this hole. Yikes. The tunnel begins collapsing beneath you. All of your friends have rounded the corner. Can I get up and keep going and try you, and catch you up? You may, you may. Uh, everybody is- else uh, are going to be able to continue running. Uh, as you tumble to the ground, Leiden, you are going to try to stand up and a bit of rock from the ceiling is going to fall and strafe the side of your head, scraping a little bit of blood down. And as you dazedly stand up, you're going to have a flash of memory. Someone with kind eyes. Hey. How did... How did you get in here? What's your name? Echoes through the hall in your head. She'll... Claudette? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, she's just going to try and shake it off and, like, look around and see if she hears where the voice is coming from. Nowhere. It's weird. Claudette? Leiden hasn't rounded the corner. Go back for her. Okay. Claudette rounds the corner and calls out to you, snapping you out of it. Leiden, come on! She's going to reach out, grab your arm, and start jerking you forward. Try and get you moving. Stumble to her feet and try and keep going, if she can. All right. You are able to do so. You continue to run down the hall. The entire place is shaking and quaking beneath your feet. But you are a bit ahead of things and are going to be able to make it around. Once again, you will find yourselves in that central chamber, that antechamber that leads to the main altar. The quaking is less here, but you will watch as the water from the uh, western tunnel starts sloshing up into the air as the struts beneath it break away. The chamber with the drill falls and you'll hear the sound of the drill crumble down, down, down into the bored holes that the Empire has made beneath this temple. That was the other way out. Where do you head? The door? Which door? The main door that we came in, that is what just got covered, or? The entire central, that that middle room that you came through where you opened the door just collapsed in on itself. There is a 60 foot (laughs) hole across the center of the room. Uh, in fact, the Leiden's only way... going to turn and look towards the north of the room at, back at that broken door. And the, the black door? The oh. white door. Oh, the white broken. door. Oh, yeah, that's the, right, yeah. The black door's long gone. That's right, that's right, yeah. Oops. As you look at the, as you look at the northern door, you will feel the ceiling begin to shake and quake. Well... This is a conundrum, you will hear, and Mm -hmm. 
that figure is standing next to you. At the top of the stairs. This is not what I predicted. Mm. Can we make that door open? I suppose it is a little late for you to go out the other one. I should have carried the one when a halfling as greedy as that one was involved. Hmm. I'll adjust my figures next time. Uh, and can I get everybody to make me a one more deck save? Sixteen. Ooh, nineteen. I like this dice. All right, Claudette and Ivy. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. I didn't hear you. Neither of oh, you. Okay. Neither of you came through. Fourteen okay. from Leiden. Fourteen from Leiden. All right. Uh, as you, as you step over here, um, you will start to, to to tremble as the ground shakes beneath you. Uh, thrusting forward, uh, Ivy, you're going to lose your balance for a second and catch yourself. And right as you do, a bit of the masonry above your head is going to fall directly down into your crown and stop a hair's breadth from cracking your skull open. Everything stops. The dust in the air. The sweat dripping off of your faces. Everything suspends. There. That should do for a moment. They turn and look at you. This godly being. All of you are still able to move and still in motion, but the world around you has frozen. Pillars are collapsing. Dust is erupting. What did you discover? He? That apparently that's not why we're here. <laughs> then why are you here? I don't know. No one will tell us anything! You have the clues. You just need to put them together. They look down at you with their... Well, they tilt their head toward you. You know the gift that was given the gift that was taken. These doors were sealed here for a reason. Can we open that door and get out of here? That door will take you where you need to go if you are willing. I am willing! I am more than willing! This place is coming down around us! There is a price to be paid for knowledge. Then I'll pay it if it'll save my friends. 
I have to look after Claudette. They will look around you. Take a step onto the air in front of them, walking over toward the door. There is not much left in it. But I could. This once. But where it will take you will give you the final pieces of your puzzle. I need you to know that I tried to balance the scales. Fairly, Leiden. They abused my power. They abused the gate and took a gift that was not offered. And so I gave a gift of my own. And from their abuse, they gained the knowledge that you now lack. It is only fair that you gain knowledge of the future, while they carry knowledge of the past. Is it not? Then let this be my last gift to balance the equation. Should you wish to return, find the black door. The dark portal may bring you where you need to go. if you are ready. They will raise a hand and the white door will begin pulsing with energy and will glow and thrum with velvet static. The result of the gift lies beyond. Thank you. Do not thank me, for this is not a gift you will wish to keep. Leiden will nod slowly not taking her eyes off of the doorway and we'll start heading towards it okay is everyone else yeah i yeah, I, 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 don't I suppose so there's <laughs> don't think we have too too many options about. yeah we're, we're fairly limited on what we're we can do here limited. um yeah towards the door i guess The carbuncle will grumble. I don't know what happened, but I know someone touched something stupid. Talfrin. Yeah? 
Yeetree. Me this time. Hmm? Yeetree. I'm Yeetree. You're Yeetree. Oh. Now, nice to meet you, Yeetree. Shall we go? Yeah. And the carbuncle will walk through with you. There's a swirl and a pulse that encompasses you. That penetrates every cell of you. And then you will find yourself, yourselves, standing in darkness. And then, once again, you're standing on solid earth. The sky overhead is crackling red. The stars above are blurred and weep, and the moons above. One of them is cracked. Another, hazily, hangs out of distance. All around you, you hear screams. And it's at that point that you realize that you're standing in the capital. But it doesn't look like the capital anymore. The buildings are different. The buildings are covered with viscera. It creeps up them like a fungus that oozes blood and sweat and other humors that you dare not think of. In the distance, you see light to the south that pulses upward into the sky, a beam of necrotic energy that boils the clouds. where once the green pulse of the crucible was. Very, can you do me a favor, you specifically, and make me a history check? Yes, of course. Um, that's not horrible. Uh, do, 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 do. I add that to that. That's going to be a, a 15. A 15. That is exactly what you A need. 15. Glancing up into the sky, you will be able to immediately recognize as you try to gain your bearings as what happened. You see... You see the red star hanging in the sky above, and the constellation of Arcaris to the south. And the moon in the distance, the small one, is in the right phase. There's years of astronomy all add up. As you look around, you see creatures looming and tearing out of the shadows, dipping their hands into human and halfling bodies and tearing them apart and devouring the bits, or worse, recombining them into their own bodies. Suits of Magitek armor stomp in the distance with huge pulsing brains where the pilots would be fused flesh and metal. As you look up, Vary, 
you recognize when you are. This is 10 days from now. 10 days from the moment that you left Vaxnagali. This is the future. My God. We're in the future. About 10 days or so. We're in the future. 10 days? Yes. That's very specific. Um, Yes. Lita turns around and looks to see if she can see a doorway where we came through. There is nothing behind you. Except a hulking form that looms suddenly. Its flesh is the color of magma and it looms over you with bone wings. You've never seen a pit fiend before. But you have now, and as it looms over, you see places where part of its arm has been severed and replaced with a serrated magical charged blade. It looms and lashes out at you when you hear the sound of one, two, three shots ring out. Its head explodes, turning into so much mush. Fucking demons. You hear from over your shoulder. Turning a very bloody, very scarred, very angry Zeet Calder is standing. Where the hell you been? All over the place. What the fuck is this? It's hell on Elos. Apparently, we missed a lot in the last ten days. Yeah, apparently. Some assholes opened a portal to somewhere else. Hmm. They let something through. Well, you want to go fuck some stuff up and try to save the world from this black star? Yeah. Very's gonna gonna hold up her best. Be like, yeah, let's do it. Try not to die. (laughs) And as the camera pans out, we see the growing spread of the contagion as it rips across the land as the Black Star Plague once again touches down on human civilization. And we'll see you in Act 3. Anyway, that's what I got, guys. That's <laughs> nice! Nice! God fucking damn it! <laughs> oh no. Jesus. Oh no. Oh no. Oof.
Very wasn't trying to be greedy. You guys no. could have just walked out the back if you didn't touch that orb, by the way. I was that wasn't like me like blocking. I was just like, just don't touch the orb. It'll be fine. It just don't touch the orb. It'll be fine. What back? Like what do you mean walk out the back or like walk back out the way we came? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah, you could just It's left. just Yeah. It Ah. <laughs> uh... Well, yeah. we didn't do that. Nope. Yep. Oh. Oh. All right. Oof. That's life. I'm tired now. So we are going to be back in September with this games where you, we will do Act Three, and you will uh, be able to find out what happens next. Thank you for tuning in for joining us on this adventure. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you come back for Extra Life on the twentieth, twenty-first, and twenty-second. Yeah. Nice. All right. With that. We're going to say goodnight to you. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters, and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dork Tales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, aka James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, Chef Aladeth, and Drew Thompson. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the straw hat devil, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, Heavy Metal and Tea, Raven with Bobbles, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, and Sorcerer Sanguine, our very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, 
Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, and Robbie Dick. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Batran, Just Andy, EJ, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, and Erica Lena. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.